About Weezy to start this one off. You know what I'm saying? About <laughs> Weezy to start this one off. You got to play Young Jock. No. No. Coffee shop. No. It's just another day. This coffee shop. Turn everything down to the shoes and watch. And for the right price. Meet me in the parking lot. Welcome back to the Foster Theory. The old school Chevy drop. No, not. <laughs> Welcome back, back to the Foster Theory. Go ahead. Go ahead. Since you Black Jesus here. <laughs> Keys here. It's your boy Sebs. Um, at the technical difficulties. We have returned. We have returned. Um, it was a good start, too. It was, bomb. It was a great start. I'm not Y'all not going to hear we it. Can, no, not. No, yes, they are. They're going to clip that. We're going to <laughs> find a way to release that. Yeah. No, we're not. He hype as shit. I told him happy birthday. No, That's he all had, it he is. Him, you say, you say, I want to save you. He mean a lot to you. That's what he hype about. He's a weirdo. If you tell Casey you love him, probably once a month. Nigga said, that don't mean nothing to me. Took a car for once a month. Car, you think more than that? Less. Less than that? Less than once a month. So like 0. 0.5. I think I tell y'all I love y'all more than once a month. But I'll tell y'all I hate y'all every day. So it's I'm usually like in jest, like right before you leave the court, like, all right, love y'all niggas. No, I'll be serious That's when weird I say that. Shit. I'm gonna stop joining the court of niggas to keep saying they love niggas. I'll be, I'll be serious when I say that. Okay, you hate. My fault. I'm just saying, I don't know the last time my mom said, yo, Keys, I love you, son. Did mom call you Keys? Yeah. You don't say Marquis? No. Hmm. Keys. Or another name that I would not reveal in the podcast. Oh, oh shit. shit. I want to ask her next time. J Dot? What the fuck are you talking about? What are you talking about? It's not J Dot. It's yeah, not J Dot. It's not J Dot. It's not J Dot. It's not It's not J Dot. When we went out for your birthday last year, she, if I would have asked her, she would have told us. No, she wouldn't. She would have. Or My mom's just like me. You will never find anything out. Or, oh, shit. Sure. Or your cousin would have told us. Your she don't know. She don't know? No. It's only your mom? It's and somebody else that knows. I'm going to find it. people who know. And people who don't know. And if you know, you know. Exactly. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, man, we back. Um, this seemed kind of phony if we uh, do an intro all over again after that technical difficulty. Hey, ain't no intro, bro. Let's just get right into it. Let's get right into it. Uh, I had this on the topic list. And this is no pun. How do y'all feel about internet dating? What do you mean by internet dating? Like through Hinge or like oh, Twitter and Instagram the, are dating the, 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 the apps like the, the specified dating apps basically like specified just dating people of the opposite sex on the internet period no no no, no. he's talking about specified dating specified dating specified dating apps I feel like nowadays it's kind of like we've been exposed to so many different people that we probably shouldn't never come across so I think dating apps are normal but like I feel like in this day and age if that's the only way that you can get you know, attention from the opposite sex, then it's I think a that's, problem. Cause, that's a problem. Because your internet is just a facade, or yeah. for most people, it's a facade. Like, or like you're just scared to talk yeah, to Yeah, niggas that have six pictures in good fits, but that's only good, six good fits. Hey, now. What? Hey, now. You Sorry, only got I'm six just, good fits? No, I think you can dress, brother. Oh, uh, yeah, but no, like, niggas, niggas that have six good, from heart, a Mary, but that's they, they never can buy nothing. Mary, else. white tea, red you feel, Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Crispy white tea. I say that because... Um, one of my best friends ever got married the other day, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I read through the wedding thing. Like, we kind of not necessarily fell off. We just, like, not even on some grew apart shit, because that's still really my man. Yeah. Like, he can call You're me ask me for anything. Y'all just, adults. Yeah, we just adults. Yeah. And that shit kind of, it kind of made me sad the other day, but that was my man in high school. Like, I'm talking about, like, you just don't looking back, that might have been, like, the bestest friend I had in high school. Like, that's still your best friend, bro. Y'all just don't talk. Yeah. Like, I don't talk to Steve every day. Steve, one of my closest friends. Yeah, so it's like, yeah, but 
it was like uh, I never saw him get emotional. He was crying like as his bride walked down the. Uh, oh, that's why you asked that question. The aisle. Yeah, I was at a wedding. I was. I kind of like you know you know how your man's cried and it's like oh shit yo I've never I seen him like this before. Yeah, <laughs> like I the nigga in the cars and it's like. I never saw you hype besides a car, bro, or like laughing with me. That's the only type of emotion you really show. So it's like to see this, it's like, oh shit, you usually stoic as hell. And then like reading like where he met his girl, like he met his girl on Tinder. Mm-hmm. And they've been dating for, I think, seven years at this point. Well, they were dating for seven years. They tied the knot last week. C- congratulations to uh, Bahadir and Jasmine. Um, yeah, I'm just calling Bahadir X because that's where he used to go off. <laughs> But yeah, like, I just find it so crazy how society is today, where it's like, that has got integrated into society. Well, we like, I did, I wasn't taking, I wasn't like, oh my God, you better off Tinder, you drunk. Like, I was like, it's like this is damn, reality. yo, that shit really reality now. Yeah, it's really like, well, we part we're of the culture. internet generation. Like, we were the start of the internet. The internet is what, 30 plus years old? And like, we're like literally. Yeah, Al Gore. Al Gore's we're internet. The, we're the cusp of the Al Gore's internet. internet. Like, yeah. So, like, I think it's like a lot of people don't go outside. Going outside is expensive as fuck. All right. Um, like we can't afford it, or like a lot of people don't want to do it. And a lot of people, a lot of women don't go outside. So like the girl of your dreams might really just be on Tinder or Hinge. Yeah. So I think if you're vetting properly, I don't think there's nothing wrong with it. Like I went on a couple of, uh, Hinge dates. How were they? They were pretty cool. Um, you tag? I went on. Huh? Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bad, bro. I'm bad. Right. Um, yeah, I went on a couple of his dates. Um, I, don't, I would say they all. I would say they all. I'm gonna say they all because y'all know I always have like a weird dating experience. I mean, that's just that's because you're a weirdo. I might be some weird shit always happen. I think I'm just a little too weird. I think open, inviting. I'm. I am very nice. I'm yeah, very nice. I would say that, but I'm also like when we get comfortable around me. I'm gonna keep it a mean. That girl asking you to freestyle. Wasn't that bad? It wasn't. As, it was. as I get older, it it's not that bad. It was that bad. It wasn't. Because she it wasn't. only asked me to freestyle it off from Philly. That shit was. That shit was burning. Uh-huh. I mean, that's still not bad, bro. Like y'all was feeling it. Y'all was having fun. She was like, yeah. We was having. We was the crazy thing. We was having a great night. Like I picked her up. We went to the bowling alley and like before our time started, we got there early. I don't know. I think I saw was zooming yeah. on the boulevard. So we had like 15 minutes. She's like, what you want to do? I'm like, well, we got a bottle. We got you know, weed. Was like, she was like, all right, smoking drinks. So we were smoking drinks. We was vibing, having a great time. Had a great time bowling. Um, and then when we was leaving, she was, and you know, it was crazy. It wasn't the freestyle. It was the force feeding me Wendy's the nuggets. Wendy's nuggets, yeah. I don't know That's that. what cooked me. And then she asked me to freestyle after. And I was, you know, once I already get mad, it's kind of like over. So I probably. She force fed you what? Wendy's nuggets. After I had told her, I said, yeah, I don't Oh, that was part of that story. Yeah. Oh, I had told, like, shit. I was like, she was like, I'm hungry. I said, well, which one are you? I'm like, I'll buy you some food. That ain't nothing. She was like, oh, well, I just want Wendy's. So I'm like, all right, cool. But I was like, I was telling her, yeah, Wendy's fell love. I don't really fucking Wendy's like that. Like, yeah, so I'm like, I don't really fucking Wendy's like that. They only got a spicy nuggets no more. This back when they ain't had a spicy nuggets. So we pull up and I'll buy her food or whatever. And we in the car. Like, she's trying to pay. I'm like, it's $10. I'll buy your food. So she get her food. I'm like, yeah, you know, eat your food. We still talking. I'm like, yeah, like, when did you used to be the shit when I was a kid? Then she just grabbed a nugget and shove it in my mouth. Pause. Pause. She just shoved it in my face. And I was just like, what are you doing? And then she was like, well, I'm going to throw a tantrum if you don't eat it. And 
Again, pause again. <laughs> so, yeah, that, 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 and then after that, she threw on a fucking beat. It was like, I feel like you would sound fire if you freestyle to this. I don't even got a freestyle type of voice, bro. So I was just like, no, I'm not doing it. Bro, that. you never know. You guys spit some shit. Jay Z don't necessarily have a freestyle type of voice. And look at him. You know what's crazy? I did spit a freestyle when I was 14. That shit was hot as shit. I can't remember. Was it? It was hot as shit. When oh, I, was I can't, bro. I got my homie, my homie, remember. I got, I got to ask him. See, exactly. Untapped potential. We could, we could be already. <laughs> <See? laughs> I spent this hot ass freestyle. I was like fourteen. To, to 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 kind of get back on track. I feel like today online dating is something. It's what that's we all do. More more normalized. Like if you tell your mom or you tell like an older person in your family, like, yeah, I had a date yesterday. Oh, where'd you meet her? Internet. Yeah. So like I used to think like if my mom ever asked me, like if I met a girl and she'd be like, Oh, where you meet her at? And I say like a date now, she's gonna look at me weird. I gotta, I gotta, it's normal. So like we gotta stop acting like Twitter and Instagram aren't dating apps. They're dating apps. No, they are for sure. Because that's some that's so like I remember I follow, like, my mom I was telling my mom about it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what you just say? So that's kinda like the only reason why I follow certain people. Like I don't You trying to date them? Yeah, yeah like, I wanna I, see what you're talking about. Yeah. That's why I said like threads was gonna fall off because there's too many like women who are only aesthetic is to look good and then when they talk a lot of men are going to get turned off it's only so far your lips can take you but yeah. like I was um, dating a girl and I was telling my mom how I met her and my mom be wanting to know what I say to girls when I walk up yeah. to her so she was like are you told her like I need you she was like that's how you go up to him I was like yeah mom but like I was telling her I met her on Twitter she was like oh that's what you do like so it's just a different world leave it to moms you have no game you can't fight You've never been in a fight in your oh, life. Oh, no, my like, mom think I got game, so I don't know. Do she? Yeah, my mom think I got game. My mom be trying. We went to, when I went to, when I went to buy this couch, um, it was this girl in there, and she was my type, but she, her, her, my mom knew my type. So she, she was like, she's cute. I'm like, her, her, she looked old, and she was young. And she did. <laughs> she, she, Yo, keep going with your story, bro. nights wasn't good to her. And her, her fit was shitty. Her work fit was shitty. It was shitty. How you sound, bro? Oh, Somebody at Raymore and Flanagan, you talking about her work fit shitty. What's wrong with your man, bro? I feel like it was shitty. I'm not saying like she not suitable to date. She just wasn't what I was. Fuck, she supposed to wear Yeezys? No, 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 no. No, it was like unkept. It wasn't like clean. Is what I, mean. I remember back in the day, people that worked there at Raymore and Flanagan got Rolexes. For real? Yeah, it was That like commission used to be crazy. Yeah, like, no, 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 no. Like, not buying them. Like, if you worked at Raymore and Flanagan and you were like a top salesperson, yeah, you know, but like I said, give you the a Rolex. You serious? Used to be crazy. Yes, they would give you a Rolex. Just confirm. Confirm. The commission used to be crazy. That's crazy. Um, so yeah, my mom was like, she got she. Well, I'm not gonna say my type, but niggas gonna start judging me. So she was like, she a type. You should talk to this. And my mom looked her up and down. What's your type, bro? We know your type. type. You y'all know my type, but I'm not saying. I don't know your type. So she was like, oh, you gonna you're not gonna like her. She unkept. So. <laughs> But yeah, I'm on, I'm on the I got game. So yeah, I told my mom how bad one uh, one young lady I used to talk to, and she was like, "You ain't say that." I was like, "Mom, yes, <laughs> you like, ain't say that." <laughs> <laughs> like leave it up to leave it up to my mom. Like the way my mom thinks of me is like, "Oh, I don't talk to people." No, you know it's crazy. We went out for your birthday last year. She was like, she, "He talked to y'all." I'm like, "This nigga don't shut up." <laughs> talk to y'all every day. So you ain't say that. Like yes, I did. That's pretty tame for me because when I be. I mean, I'll be saying something. You ever, you ever look back at some shit you said? They be like, well, I was drunk. Yeah, just last night. Yeah. I what, like, to a girl? Huh? To a girl? Yeah. yeah. Huh. I was like, I was like, oh, y'all know my. I'll go I got back, some shit. I'll tell. go back to shit I said. Sorry like, again. Like, I was drunk. <laughs> Sometimes it be working, though. 
That's why we keep. I'm going. shooting like seventy five percent. Seventy. I'm gonna say seventy. I'm shooting like seventy. From the line or from three? From three. From, from three? three? From three is crazy. What are we saying? Like from three, three is crazy. What's from three? The line is like something tame, but like you just you just convert a lot. Like I'm saying, but three pointers, like damn, I don't know if this is gonna go in. So, so are we talking? Shooting seventy five percent on like a a, a a no maybe is crazy. I ain't gonna lie. Oh, but like Fuck you, Chris a, Brown. That's not a three. So we talking like half court shots. I'm probably shooting like thirty percent. Thirty percent on half court shots is crazy. Thirty percent on half court shots is crazy too. Like, who are you? Yeah, I be I be going with the women I know that like me. So. Yeah, the, I'm I'm out the game. They won, they won. That's all I'm gonna say. I'm cool. Yeah, they won. I ain't got no give up in me. My fault. Yeah, they won. Yeah, they can have it. I don't even like the game no more. What happened to the beautiful game I loved? I'm cool. So, what about the game you don't like? Uh, with dating, yeah, I want to have a dating episode for the fossil theory. Okay, um, Keith, am I still in frame? Because yeah. we, we probably gonna clip this part up. I'm over. Let me see. No, is there any liquor left in here? <laughs> what I don't like about the game, um, there's young men with mommy problems that are telling women what real women are, and there is. Also, on the other hand, a multitude of young women that don't know their dad are telling men what they real men dads. are. Let's just say daddy. Let's just say daddy issues. And daddy issues. issues. Okay, cool. They don't have fathers. Okay. You know what I mean? And so they're telling men what real men should do. And it's very, as a young man, it's very fucking confusing. It's kind of because I'm fighting a ghost. Mm-hmm. Like in a, in a sense of a providing standpoint, I'm fighting a ghost. Like you find something that you can never. Yeah, even if your dad is active as he can be behind the wall, at greatest for greatest for don't exist. It's no crazy because like a, a woman, because I don't know about dudes and girls with their dealings with them, but a woman could have a dad in their life that doesn't do the shit. That she he wants you to, to her, mm-hmm. but he just wants better for his daughter. Yeah, yeah. And that was I know a lot of like, dads like that. Yeah, like, that's your benchmark. That's yeah. that's the yeah. that's the standard. Like I'm fighting something. That I, can I, just I respect it. I respect day. it because you are trying to show your daughter that you ain't shit and that you she should find something. Better. Not even that, bro. Just better. Nah, these dads don't be shit, and they be wanting better for their daughter. I can respect that, but I just feel like you gotta come down to reality at some point. I feel like it's a lot of on both sides. It's a lot of. And I, I I didn't check it off last week. Um, it was a topic. I don't think men like women anymore, and I don't think women like men anymore. Um, I think we're physically attracted to each other. Is it just in our community, or you think it's all over? I think it's all over. I think it's all over because I I've, I've but seen. I will say this: you know how we were talking about like internet dating. I think yeah. a lot of it is like branched off of that. Trip. I think we yeah, buy. Sure. I think as the number one consumers because we get we catch it from all sides as black people. Um, and we're going to talk about the economic side on another episode, but the idea of luxury goods preys on poor people, but there's also an idea of luxury goods paying, preying on specifically black people yes. with how to sell to a Negro. It's a documentary on YouTube, about 24 minutes. You can go watch it. So you got to think we're catching it from literal, literally both sides. And what happens is it throws everybody out of out of whack, and we're, since we're the number one consumers of everything, it seems, or of everything, uh, dollar, it's like a trillion, billion dollar market. It stays in our neighborhood. I think they said fourteen minutes or twenty minutes or something like that, versus like two days and three days, never, and sometimes weeks. That's to cycle through our community. It's in and out. So what happens is, since we're the consumers, we consume a lot of the dumb shit too. So you consume the idea of 
Oh, the first date need to needs to be in Jamaica. Like girl, in Jamaica, and it's like, yo, like what girl, if I'm a, like a murderer? The, like the, that too. Like the girl outside of Drake now, and I forgot who was trying to talk to her. I'm not gonna put your name out there. Um, and she was like, "Well, I go to steakhouses. Can you afford to take me to a steakhouse?" And I was like, "Rupert Chris like 150. Like it's not really nothing crazy. Like why is that your benchmark? Shouldn't he buy you as a person yeah. instead of taking um, you for a ribeye? Like I, I I'm, like why is your role, my whole why thing is, is worth the ribeye? also. These young women don't like steak a lot of the time. Yeah, that's it's like the you idea. like seafood. Like the idea but I tell you, girl, to a steakhouse, she got salmon. Yeah, you, like, so. you're so <laughs> consumed in the and the <laughs> aesthetic of things or the quote unquote lifestyle aspect that you just want to go here so you can have the, the you know they got the stick the steak uh, the stamp on the plate sometimes yeah. when you go to certain steakhouses. Uh-huh. You just want to take a picture of the stamp on the plate and a, a picture by let's say you go to Budokan by the waterfall in the front. Big Buddha. Big Buddha. Or the Big Buddha. We used to sit under the Buddha. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like that type of thing. That's why I mainly checked out the game. I feel like the game uh, what's his name? Uh, Bodhi. The game is rigged. The game is rigged. The game is rigged. And it's rigged on both sides. I'm not even, I'm saying it from a male perspective. You're saying it because you date women. It's rigged. Yeah. We don't have it's a woman. We're going to get a woman guest, but like, you're saying it because you date women. I hate when people are like, as a man, when you try to talk about your experiences dating, but oh, you hate women. Like, no, I just deal with women. This is the I'm bullshit. I'm very passionate about this. It's, it's the bullshit I perceive. Like, I want a family. I want to, like, I want to be in love with somebody. I want to be able to give women I care about. I want to be able to brag like, yeah, my yeah, nothing like I, this. I was really thinking about like why I'm so tough in dating and why I'm so strict. It's because like my little sister texted me in the middle of the night, like, yo, can I get you know some money for a game? Mom and dad not buying it for me, but can you buy it for me? She's like, it's expensive. And I can't tell my little sister no. So I already know like the woman I decide to like really settle down with, I'm never gonna be able to turn though. Yeah. So I gotta be strict now because once I decide to settle down, how am I gonna tell my girl no? <laughs> like I so I, I feel like that's why I'm so hurt. Getting back to what Seb said, I was just talking to my homie, Andrea. Shout out, Andrea. And she was like, um, she basically asked women and men on her Instagram story. She was like, what do you think the problem is with dating? And I basically said, like, when it comes to, like, consumerism and comparing little whoever to your relationship, <laughs> it just... It, it, it throws it, it out of way. Yeah, it, it throws it out never of way. Well, I'm not going to say I'll never be a little baby, but I'm not little baby. Yeah, like, we should never know what little baby and little dirt got their girlfriends for their birthday. Yeah. And if you do end up seeing that, you should never apply that to your situation. You got to compartmentalize that shit. Like, yeah. Oh, that's over there. Like, yeah. bro, Jada Wade got a thousand roses and each rose had a hundred dollar bill. No nigga can do that. Like, realistically. Yeah. The nigga that you're looking for can't do that. So are you just never going to date? Yeah. Yeah. And then I think the other, the other, because like you can't tell a woman where her standards should be. And I'm not ever going to try yeah, to. That's what, that's what I said. But I'm like never going to try But like Seth says, you're chasing a ghost because it's it's not too many little babies out here. So if you want to chase that for the rest of your life, I'm not going to knock you for it. I'm not going to tell you to settle. But it's just like the unlikely of it. So what happens, what happens, I feel like everybody's selling their soul in a sense. That too. That's I agree with So that. what happens when like, I didn't really want to talk about this, but let's talk about it. The Remy and Pap thing, right? <laughs> you bitches is going to pay for Remy and the Pap Like, if that's, if all the rumors are confirmed or true, that's some nut ass shit, right? Yeah. In the grand scheme of things. And then you have women. Noop said something very profound um, in his own way. And he was like, women, he might have used bitches, but he was like, women, will always find a way to defend defend a woman. They will never choose the man's side, even if the woman is blatantly wrong. And he he was just like, yo, because like, I saw tweets. It was like, yo, I thought Remy was the breadwinner. I thought the breadwinner could cheat. 
And it's like this is this is this is past like regular cheating. Yeah, that's honestly sad. Like yeah, this is like really sad. Like you know what I mean? Like and as a person that got a shape up with a with a with a fitted on before, I rarely feel empathy or sympathy for pet poos. But this oh, week, you're talking about pet poos. Yeah. I was gonna say, but when did you ever get a shape up with a fitted on? Yeah, I started looking around. No. No, I rarely feel since, since yeah, because he's he's a Pepus is a habitual line stepper. I don't um, know much about Pepus. I see, I have two photos saved in my phone where you would agree. Did you not see him in all white standing on the banister? I saw that exactly. Did you not see him getting shape up with a fitted on? No, no, no. So I thought you were saying that's a habitual like, line stepper. I thought you were saying that you did that. No, 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 no. I, 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 I thought you, when you said line stepper, I thought there were other activities or things he was doing. No, that's stepping major lines right there. That just right. says the you're a reckless person. Real quick, they said the only thing that he could do in this situation was make a tight fist and watch it crumble ridiculous. Yeah, that was, yeah. That was hilarious. I'm not gonna laugh that right now, but that shit. That shit. <laughs> yeah, I gotta stop laughing at stuff like that. But it, it also it begs to the point of like I was saying, everybody's selling their soul. Because it's like, okay, you find this little baby prototype where a nigga can, you know, he got money out, out the out the, ad, out the wazoo, right? He has a lot of disposable income. A lot of disposable income. And what happens when well, let's say let's say all because you break down the numbers and it gets to they have the did y'all see the um delusional calculator? Yeah, what, I, I, mean, was oh, I, I love that. I, I love that. I, I that. So when name. you break it really down and you get down to like, oh, this nigga got to be a millionaire, got to be, I'll, I'll allow one to two kids or whatever and shit like that, six two or whatever. And you break it down and you realize there's 64 of these niggas in the world. Yeah. And, oh, they got to be black. And then you realize 64 of these people in the world. And it's like, all right, he already got. 13 chicks on it the roster. So he he might be able to give you $60,000 for your birthday. But you might be lonely on your birthday. But they don't mind that. Like what happened? Like Future Worst Day I think is one of his best songs ever. Love that song. Valentine's Day the worst day because all they want is me. And it's like it really shows the other side of it. The other side of like yo like I can't even be there with you. I can't you know what I mean? He right, said, I bought a Louis V, but all she wanted is me. Like, I could buy you whatever, yeah. but in order to maintain though. being future, whether it's being a whore or toxic, being, being toxic, I have to not be here with you. Yeah. And I think a lot of people on both sides don't understand that. Absolutely, because a lot of people don't look at it from that perspective. Yeah. Like, I, I, was, I was talking to Terrence, and I was like, emotion outweighs logic more time than anything. Mm-hmm. So we're sitting here looking at it logically because I feel like we were all raised, you know, correctly or we all have a different perspective on life. Like, not too many people look at life like this. And people are just like, yo, if I get a Chanel bag, a thousand roses, I can look out a window overlooking the city. I got the new Tom Ford Hills. I look good. I get 10,000 likes on my Instagram pictures. I got 50K followers. It fills the void, but it never fills the void. For, for, we're that, not even supposed to have a Chanel bag. I don't know about that. Like it's, no, but the the point I'm trying to get at, not specifically a Chanel bag. Like okay. some of these experiences that we experience at the level that we that we're at economically, we're not supposed to have these things. We're not supposed to experience these things. I mean, I you, should, you shouldn't but have I feel a, like a five thousand dollar bag. I mean, you live you in don't squalor. Make, you make you, you live in squalor. Number one, you don't make five thousand dollars in three checks. Yeah. But that just doesn't make economical sense. But that's we're talking about financial literacy at that point. A lot of people don't understand that. A lot of people can't even read words. Yeah. So 
financial. I mean, that, that's another topic we were gonna. You know, he's <laughs> upset about that so, reading shit. Yeah, so it's just like <laughs> when people place these values or have these ideals. Like I learned that I can't sit here and shoot down anybody for what they want in life. Right. I just have to let you, but because I I have had this point of view since a kid, and I remember dating women at that age, and was just like not like a kid, but like high school. Mm-hmm. And I was dating one, and I'm telling them like that just don't make sense. Or like college, I'm like, it just doesn't add up. And they were like, well, who are you to kill my delusions and tell me what I can't have a reality? Oh, no, I'm not killing your delusion, but you gotta me think, and you. You got to think it is, though, because at the end of the day, we're living in reality. And when reality meets delusion, what happens? You kill the delusion. So a lot of people don't want to be brought out of their delusions. And that's, that's why I'm saying, like, if you want to chase that, and that's what you want. I can't. I can just gotta wait until. But that's the that's the other side of like red pill talk where they say women want to find the man that they're uh um going to settle down with after they're all used up. So like that feeds into that side of red pill. Yeah, talk. I, I had a talk with um a young lady about a month and a half ago, maybe two months ago, and I was like, when does the game stop for y'all? When when they can't when they can't play it anymore. Yeah, and I was saying That's like why Bernice, the Bur- way Burgos is a fucking unicorn because she's sixty still playing. I was saying like, what happens when the game sits you down, like, and you just realize all you got is hope memories on both sides. On both sides, I agree. Yeah, you know I mean, like you got that blicker, and yeah, you know I mean, you got all, all the right. money in the world, but you got the blicker. Like what happens? The a game will the game will sit you down. I believe life sits you down. I, I'm gonna start it off by saying like the CIA is going to hell for what they've done to our people and just society in general. Because social media algorithms fuck us up. Yeah, the, what, what they've done, they're going to the deepest part of hell. But like, like you said, when the game sits you down, that's where the second half of a midlife crisis kicks in. Like we go through quarter life crisis because we want so much for ourselves. But they're gonna go through that midlife crisis because they missed out on how much they see how much of life they missed out on. Shit, we talking about quarter. What did we say the other day on the game? Niggas want to be 75, 80 years. Well, we third our way through at this point. Yeah, yeah, for real, for real. So we, we, oh, t- like, what, what how long I want? Uh, yeah, I want to be here super long, honestly. Get me out of here at 55. I once, say that. Oh, I, oh, I, oh, 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 no, 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 no. Once I'm a, honestly, once I'm a burden. Yeah, take me out of here. So before I get to be a burden. Now, once I'm a burden. Yeah, work I'm gonna put in. Let me be a burden first. Yeah, let me, yeah, be, let me be a burden for like. I plan on leaving my kids and grandkids a little bit. Push me around out. Disney World. Listen, yeah, push me around Disney World a couple times. Once I start doing shit like genuine with the dances, no, 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 take me out back. Shoot me because I'm gonna be doing that at like fifty. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be drunk. I'm gonna be at the cookout drunk. I'm not gonna be doing that, but genuine seems fun. Once I can't move my body like yeah, that, once I can't do that, now shit over. Sidebar: the shit that he did where he was holding himself up. Yeah, yeah. That was the nuttiest shit ever. <laughs> What's the nutty that shit was, ever? Nah, that shit was hilarious. JY is a funny nigga. I'm so sorry. what's your... Keith, what's your top three uh, dating... Like, oh my God. Pet peeves right now. Dating what, pet peeves. What discourages you? Right on top. Not even in any specific order. Um, comparing. Comparing relationships, whether it be Lil Baby and Jada to me and you. Um... I would get. I would say like, not not slow burn, but like trying to move too fast. Like our first date is never going to be in Jamaica. It's never going to do that. And three, just n- overall not having like uh, realistic dating views. Like if you just think like the woman is never wrong or you're never apologized, that shit never going to work. Never ever going to work. That's was, my top three off top. I would say for me. Um, 
not re- not returning what I give in every case. Yeah, reciprocation. Um, not being an effective communicator. And no, you was burning her out. Yeah, not being an effective communicator, <laughs> and then being um, the moment that I can't do something to it to uh, keep your attention going, and you try to find something else, or like I'm a problem, or I'm boring. That's when I'm I'm out. Your problem, and you boring, bro. I could be. I mean, some some just existed like take 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 take, and then as yeah. soon as you slow down, it's like oh I'm out. Yeah. Take take, 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 take. Like that. push 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 push. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I guess that I guess that falls under um, uh, greed reciprocation. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, it falls under reciprocation. Yeah, that's uh, those are some good flags. Uh, my flags is I, I just like to be appreciated. I do a lot of stuff behind the scenes to take a lot of consideration and put myself. Not necessarily last, but you know, second in order. Sacrifice. So, uh, yeah, sacrifice. So, I I would like to see that sacrifice be appreciated. Case I'm hit. Um, You know what I mean? So, you know what I mean? (laughs) In whatever way the young lady would like to show it. You know what I mean? But. Talking about some head would be nice to (laughs) Head is definitely priority as far as, you know what I mean? But two, uh, I work very hard. For shit. So like just asking for things and automatically expecting them to the point it takes away from the the ah when you finally do it. Like Yeah, don't ever get too comfortable with me being Yeah, a, don't like, you like, like that's one of Wayne provide, better songs. Yeah, don't you ever get provide, too comfortable. But don't be like when I do it, oh yeah. I expected you to do it. Yeah. Like, no, I still went on my way to do it. Like you wanted this bag or you wanted this trip or you wanted this accessory or whatever. Yeah, it took some time. It took a lot of me crunching some numbers to do that. It took a lot of me, you know what I mean? My thumbs are sore, me cleaning sneakers. Like it took it's a just lot. a lot of consideration. Yeah. To sum everything up. A lot of consideration. And then third is, um, I think women get, or both sides, get too comfortable openly comparing you to other niggas they've dealt with. Yeah, Not even true. little baby in them. The niggas they dealt with. That should've burned me out instantly. Oh yeah, don't do like, that. Like, yeah, my, my nigga I used to talk to did this. You this ever, yeah, you're yeah. not with him anymore. No, you yeah. ever be messing with a girl and she just start telling you about niggas that played her? Yeah, it'd be like, damn. Like, so it was seven of them, so all right, I'm gonna be eight. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't even know a man, man took your car and crashed it out and left you stranded. I didn't even But now I can't dry the wool at all. Yeah. I'm way more responsible. <laughs> now it shows me you don't really fuck with me. Yeah. It like, I don't know, bro. It's because like, they can't read. Excuse me? <laughs> I just want to say excuse that. me. Let's, let's actually get into some real topics that we had planned. Uh-huh. Um, you good on, on dating, Keys? Because that could be a whole episode. We can, we can spin back to that another episode. We can crystallize like, that. Good on dating, period. We, just had, we can like, just crystallize it and let, had that, let that lie. What yeah, is it? We can let that Michael sit. B. Jordan say, let it lie. Yeah. Um. Short answer, yes. Long answer, no. Right. We can let yeah, we gotta we gotta bring a, a nice lady, young lady on the pod. Got three in mind. Um well yeah, let's get that get the wheels rolling on that. Um yesterday, um Colorado suffered their first loss. I mean, I saw it coming. How y'all feel about that? No, I mean, like no no surprise, right? 
I mean, 50-50. Like, I seen it coming, but I thought it was going to be a good I ain't going to lie. I thought it was going to at least be entertaining. Yeah. No, I thought they was going to... That's why I took that bet. I'm like, they're going to they score. Maybe get the touch, get me get a uh, field goal. I'm like, they can do that. That shit was a complete ass. What was the final score? Because I turned it off. Uh, 42 to 6. Oh, they scored? Yeah. Field goal or touchdown miss? Touchdown. Oh. Touchdown miss. miss Shout out to them. Yeah, they missed it. It was rattled. They missed the PAT. Yeah, bro. I, Oregon had the sliders up, bro. But, at the uh, end of the at the end of the first half, they had twenty one total yards of offense. Yeah, I did see that. I yeah. watched that much, but they was getting fucking mayhem. But the Oregon coach, bro, um, he gave off a weird vibe. Like, first of all, Deion Sanders never says anything about the opposing team. Yeah, I think but that's people just I take find it that, personally. I find that so weird because that's why I don't get mad at anything Colorado does. Like when they went out and stepped on the O. It's like y'all pick with them first. They have no like it's football. Yeah. You gotta you can't be mild mannered in football. So you have to be. I feel like up. it's another side to that. Then it's the same side. I feel like the, the coach wasn't really drawn. I, I didn't think he was. No. I didn't think he was drawn. I think what's drawn is that every week they take shots outside of just football. Yeah, like Deion. That's Deion. Like, but at the same time, both both teams every week. Like y'all saw the joint yesterday. It was like damn. Every everything personal for Colorado. Every week, the different coaches usually, talking about how it's personal. That's usually, in, yeah, that's usually in a, in response to what the other team does. So it, it's kind of like art. It's an argument. So, but it's like why start the argument? But the dude for uh, Oregon yesterday, mm-hmm. he didn't for the Colorado coach. He ain't know he was gonna go to Colorado and do that. No, but before that, he was talking shit about Dion. No, but so what I'm saying is okay. the 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 snowball gets rolling. When the, they leak out the Colorado coach, like, yo, I don't, like this shit personal, da, 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 this and that, right? The snowball has started. You could argue the snowball started from the Oregon coach, but he didn't know he was going to go to Colorado. But he was, not, what I'm saying, he was talking shit about Colorado prior to that. Like, way prior. What are you talking about? He's been talking about shit about Colorado since last summer. Oh, yeah. Well, it's, it's fuck Colorado then at that point. I'm, I'm so fine. it's not a personal thing. It is. It is because it's the reason why. Like, his yeah. whole stance was like, oh, Deion Sanders likes being in front of the camera. We played football like, on Grant. It wasn't just yeah, like, but I mean, It was it, more so just like, like aimed at Deion Sanders. The consumers are hyped to see Deion there. That pisses certain people off. Like, that but star saying, power like, shit. Absolutely. What do you mean, why? That's natural. I, like, I'm not arguing I, I don't know why we have this thing where... We live in this utopia now in our minds where it's like, oh, I like this person. Nobody's going to be triggered I'm fine with on the other side. Him. It's just like... It's just the extent. It's like, yo, if you were to come out like... You're going to fire your team up. When, yo, Dion is the greatest cornerback ever, man. He's got them guys fired up. Y'all need to be ready. No. I'm, I'm not talk I'm, shit. I'm fine with the shot taking. I'm completely fine. It's just like when you start taking personal shots at Dion every yes. week, yeah. it's kind of like... It's not even about his football. Niggas it's not, not even really taking like personal shots. What, like what did niggas say? Huh? What did niggas say? I saw they said it was Hollywood. Yeah. That's not a personal... Like, like, that's not... They're playing for clicks. We're playing for wins. Like, they're not playing for clicks, bro. They're playing for wins. But they are. But no doubt. But at the same time, it is a lot of... Ryan Clark said something very crazy. Not crazy. He said something very... I agree with a thousand percent. If this was... We like Dion. We like Shadur. We like Travis Hunter. If there was anybody else doing this... There will be a level of like, oh, this kind of like you might be going too far. But we like these people. And Dion braced us before we honestly he braced the public before we was even alive with this type of behavior. So it's expected. No doubt. But 
That's not to say the behavior is not going to trigger anybody. I'm fine but with it triggering you. But why does it why does it only trigger people as the as the competition between them approaches? What do you mean? But like, well, that's because you're firing up your team. That's yeah, that, you firing up your team, and it's just like you could say in, in private. Yeah, cause I ain't fucking with Colorado niggas week one, but we not playing them. That would be now somebody talking about Colorado on a week. Y'all y'all not playing them for another two months. Or y'all don't play them at all. That's what the Oregon coach did. <laughs> when are you talking about them? In the summer prior to the season started. That, that's cool. But I feel like if, I, I, if I you like say Colorado's cool. playing for clicks, but you made sure that camera was right in front of you when you said that, like there's a camera invited, in the he room. Invited them in a lot. Yeah, cool. I think that's cool. No, th- I'm gonna, I think you're firing up your team. I'm gonna say this. I think you're firing up. Like, I don't have nothing to do with what the Oregon coach did. It's I, honestly, all in good sport. Like, that's college football to me. Yeah, just like them football. going for it on fourth and seven on day yeah, eight and all that. that. I was just like, not that mad about work. that. That's very disrespectful. Yeah, I was like, that should work. That's crazy. <laughs> but it's kind of like I just feel like I, like, I just why are you taking offense to that? Last week when the coach was like he wearing his hat and sunglasses, it's like what are we talking about, bro? Yeah, like niggas gotta find anything to fire up their team. Why do the Dolphins have 70 points? What? Breaking news. What? Why do they have the 70 Dolphins points? Have 70 points? Yes. You're lying. I didn't want to say it earlier because we were talking about something that wasn't sports. The Dolphins oh, have 70 points. that's what people were talking about before we started the pod. He was like, oh, they, they, they pussy. Go for the record. So I guess that's what that is. What? Who are they playing? Are they playing? Denver. They're playing Colorado. Text Drew. Oh, they, oh Drew. Bro, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Yo, the Packers won too. For real? Wow. Yeah. They have 70 they have 70 points. I'm sorry, this is interrupting the pod, but God damn. What's the score, bro? 70 to 20. Shout out to them. Tyreek had 157 yards. Shout out to them. Who was this Davon Achane nigga? He had 212 rushing yards. Yeah, running back. Shout them. He was running all over them niggas' paws. Um, yeah, I, I, but back to the pod. I'll never see like somebody getting a lot of love, but that's just and you. just hate on them. That's you. We talked about that. I, I just why does that trigger people? Insecurities. We talked about that already. It's not like a it's just like when LeBron was coming in. Just like when LeBron because it's a changing of the guard. Also, yeah. it's just like when LeBron was coming in, and also for a lot of these Power Five coaches that are black at other schools, they didn't get the support that Dion got because They're not Dion. They're not Dion, but that hurts. But that hurts that because hurts. because I might be doing everything Dion's doing. I might be a better coach than Dion. I might be a better mentor than Dion. But I'm not Dion. But I'm not Dion. That's right there. Dion, I think, is the best mentor in the country. But that we don't know that. That's Dickie. I don't know. You Did don't you see know what that? he said? Like, there's uh, people. There's people with literally damn near no resources financially that are mentoring tens of kids. I can't say I. I can't say objectively. Dion might be a better mentor than him. You just can't. He has the. You he see has the. Jimmy Hoare? That yeah, is your dad is watching. No, 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 no. Yeah, I, make I, him I'm proud. Not comparing, I'm not comparing. I'm just saying that was flames. Yeah, it's that flames was flames. How many coaches are doing that? But a lot of coaches do that shit Fuck in the hood. It, uh, the, the coach O from Oregon, uh, LSU was doing that. Ogeron? He was doing that. He tried to do that for um, Adrian Peterson. He was trying to get Adrian Peterson to come to USC, I believe, and he was going to get the game streamed to his dad's jail cell. I do remember that story. Yeah, yeah so. but it's, <laughs> it, it, so it becomes a thing of it's, just, it's not even necessarily personal. It's a resentment for the whole mixture of things. It's jealousy. I mean, jealousy. Yeah, is yeah I mean, envy, envy, and jealousy like, are cousins. Like when USC, you, who the fuck USC play? They play Arizona State. It wasn't really no shit talking. 
It's just like, yo, we're playing USC today. I think that's the media. I think both sides. I think I think the I think Colorado leans into it because you have Prom and you got the I gotta make a show. Yeah. Like I think Dion, one of his mentors is Bishop T D Jakes. Yeah. That nigga's a salesperson. And I talked about this before a couple of episodes ago. I believe it was the last episode. You know what I mean? So he's a salesperson. Then you had the other side where it's like Dion is setting uh I'm not gonna say viewership records, but he has the highest view game every week at this point, right? Mm-hmm. He has Colorado I'm, playing in primetime yeah, every week. I'm going to <laughs> take this moment and get my shit off. Yeah. Because even if uh I get fired from Oregon later down the line everybody's going to remember that speech I had and I might go get an assistant coach job off of that. Or I might go to a lower school and get a coach job off of that. Or, yo, this guy's a motivator. Yeah, I, I, I get it. It just be like the racially coded talk is what gets me some. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. D, uh, I forgot. Huh? It's, it's something landing, the Oregon coach, that's true. Uh, nah, it was somebody Oregon. else on Twitter was like, uh, I feel like, the girl, Oregon, the girl? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oregon yeah, taking a stand for us. Oh, yeah, stand for us. Yeah, that yeah. rubbed me the wrong way completely. Yeah. It was like, I uh, mean, it was supposed to. That was that's yeah. what she was trying to do. Yeah, but like when it gets it's to like racially coded, that, when it's just because people, I think a lot of people, a lot of like I said, a lot of people, this is niche stuff. A lot of people yeah. aren't college football fans, so this is the first time they're turning tuning into this shit. So they don't understand how deep this shit goes into people's veins. Like people care about college football more than NFL. Like, yeah, some people sleep, bleed, die their college football team. So that shit get real for some people. Yeah, real shit. Yeah. So it's like when I say, look at the game I love. It could be like, yo, Dion, you ruining the game I love. Yeah. I'm not saying I agree, but it's just I'm just saying yeah. there's always an other perspective. If mm-hmm. some, if you love something or you really like something, somebody's gonna really hate it or really dislike it. And I think we gotta get out this utopia or, or kind of to sit back a little bit. Yeah, people, like, people aren't like just gonna let Dion. When I first start really, really getting into basketball, and refining my game to the point where it's like just looking at basketball like an art instead of something you just do and I'm looking up Kobe highlights and shit and I fall in love with the basketball player Kobe Bryant and then I you know what I mean I'm seeing people and they're like fuck Kobe yeah I was triggered at first and then I honestly Kobe kind of taught me the life lesson like yo it's gonna be people always that don't like shit Kobe like, leaned into that shit though yeah for sure Dion be- leans into it yeah like, yo. He said it. He was like, give me right now. This is the worst I'm going to ever be. Yeah, like, he Fuck leans that. into that shit. He always knows the right thing to say. Yeah. Yeah. LeBron yeah. leaned into it when he became the villain in Miami. Yeah. This shit where he called niggas broke. Yeah, he called niggas broke. Y'all going to still have the, mis- the same miserable life. Lie. That's an all-time. Yeah, it's an all-time, that's an all-time speech. Pissed. Yeah. I mean, you just lost. I just <laughs> lost. And I couldn't defeat it. I'm one of the smartest basketball players ever, and I couldn't figure out his own defense. Yeah. I would be pissed, too. Yeah, I'm just telling you, like... When I wake up tomorrow, yeah. I'm and I'm gonna cook the shit out of y'all next year. <laughs> when I get up tomorrow, I'm gonna be LeBron James. When you get up yeah. tomorrow, and you, and you gonna still, you know what I mean? Exactly. So it's like, and even with that, it's like I couldn't see how people hated LeBron. You drove your point home because I was about to say something. And I was like, I used to hate LeBron. I couldn't see it. Like I, I, I literally when really I dislike LeBron because he did it one hour. Like oh five, oh five, oh sixes. My dad's like, I'm, I got a LeBron poster at the Scholastic Book Fair, right? And my pop was like, yo, man, I know you fuck with LeBron. You need to watch Kobe. Like, as of now, he's a more complete basketball player. He plays better defense. Um, he has a he has more to his bag right now. Like, LeBron is mainly surviving off athleticism and the fact that he's just a savant, period. He has great instincts. 
started watching Kobe. I switched, but I still always had the respect for LeBron. Like, yo, this once once a nigga refine this shit, this is gonna be crazy because he's averaging thirty at this point, mm-hmm. and he's not even. This is off instant. He not even his jump shot not even consistent yet, bro. Like niggas are still daring him to shoot. So it's like I will say LeBron versus the Pistons, where he scored like twenty five of the last twenty nine. Yeah, I watched Amazing. this shit. I was like, yo, this nigga tough. I was a fan for a little bit, and then he got to Miami and folded in the finals, and I was back off the train. <laughs> but like, I used to like really like have nah. some like. If you didn't like watch, you pick LeBron. a side. The Kobe and LeBron yeah. thing was picking a side. Yeah, but like, I feel like I was, these niggas who sports niggas do that with rap. Niggas do that with everything. I had a talk the other day in the barbershop with Tupac and Biggie. And they was like, yeah, because I just feel like uh, something, something, Tupac. And I say, yo, yo, it's Puff and Suge. Mm-hmm. Like, that, that's the problem. And they, I was like, they were the old heads. And they was like, well, they was only a couple years older. I'm like, yo, but still, you're assuming the position of the old head. Yeah. I said, there's no way in the world I get shot and Kaz drop a record called Who Shot You? <laughs> so, too, like, yeah. But that was based at LL. I said, bro, it don't matter. Oh, he got shot. I don't. I don't know. But that's what Toot said. I don't. I never knew who Sachi was about. So why would it be about LL? I don't know. But he listen, wasn't around back then. It wasn't about Tupac though. It uh, definitely wasn't. About it wasn't about allegedly Tupac. or it was. It was. It was. It was rec- it's factually recorded way before Tupac got shot. Yeah. Now he knew Tupac was going to get in some street trouble because of the guys he was hanging with, which is why he warned him. Which was Tupac's whole thing. Like, yo, I don't know exactly who robbed me, but I know the, the leader of who sent the guy. But who's the who's the croonies? Yeah. And Biggie like, look, bro, I already, like, I'm cool. Like, I'm not telling you anything. But Tupac's whole beef is... You supposed to be cool. Like, you're not telling me. Yeah, like, you're not... Exactly. So, but look, let's go back to baseline. If I get shot and Kaz drops a song as a single and buzzing in the streets called Who Shot You? <laughs> I have a problem with Kaz. <laughs> now, if Kaz's whole angle is, I ain't, I ain't want to release that joint, bro. Keith told me to release it. I got beef for both of y'all. How I get in it? But that's, I'm just saying, that's how, it went. that's how it went. And now I get into the position where, pause, I'm down on my dick and I'm in jail and Suge already planted the seed with Pac Come on, bro. This is looking crazy. <laughs> but Suge already planted to see with Pac. He gave Pac half a million for a song on Above the Rim soundtrack. That was unheard of back then. I never so he, he already he already planted the seed of, I fuck with you. You could trust me, right? Yeah, you give a nigga half a million. Now in I come to bail you out in jail, and I put that battery in your back. Suge and, and Puff already had beef. Yeah. So now it gets to the point where as talented as they are, as much as leaders of they click as they were, as they were, Pac and Big became pawns that were used by Suge and Puff. And they, I was saying that shit in the barbershop the other day, and it was like, damn, that's kind of right. And I'm like, yo, it's stuff leaking because media wise, they would have it like Puff wasn't instigating the beef, right? Yeah, Puff was, bro, it's leak all I mean, like he like fuck Tupac. Yeah, I think oh. about it like for twenty years. Before the internet became like before we came of age to use the internet, yeah, niggas didn't know shit about puffing. Yeah, and uh, it's like Shug oh, puff just a dancing nigga. Yeah, then you find out. Uh, he, he, what's the Shug, Shug the man song? got down um, by the bull wolf. The dancing. I always be missing you. Yeah. Like niggas think that's like it is a a bowl to Biggie dying, but like puff you behind all that shit. You but, killed them, nigga. Hey yo, I don't know about that. But like you're a revolt. I let me. Yeah, but it's like. 
I mean, you ain't have to say Puff got him killed, but I mean, I mean, it's more factors than that. It's, it's there's gang more, play into it. But there's it's just like if I keep stoking a fire yeah. and it fucking lights. Yeah, my man, <laughs> my man will kind of put it in a perspective when we was still kids for high school. I thought I was so grown, and he was like, "Yo, they kind of both by street rules had to go." Yeah, like Pac socked a maid man, stomped him out. You gotta go. She was so dumb, then yeah. it's like six months later. He was like, "Yo, just put it this way: somebody kills Meek, or allegedly Meek is beefing with some Meek is beefing with somebody, and Meek dies in the midst of the beef, and they think that the other team had anything to do with the beef, and they come to Philadelphia without the proper security procedures or protocol. You're not paying for protection, and you're not paying for the right protection. You're gonna die, like by the streets. Yeah. Some more likely, you're gonna die. Something bad is gonna happen." You're not going to just have a good weekend. Yeah, yeah so you're not going to have a good weekend. Yeah. You're not. But Biggie wasn't supposed to. That was another thing about being a pawn. Biggie was supposed to be in London when he was in uh, LA, when he died. He told me this before. That. Yeah. What, what was his business in London? Like London? Uh, promoting really like Life at the Death, I believe. Really? Yeah. London didn't really have a rap scene back then. Well, Biggie's transcendent. Yeah. Um, and we're going to talk about Biggie a little bit more in this episode, too. Today? Yeah. Yes. We played sure. the, the clips before we. Uh, Started. Yeah, but yeah, it's just like a thing of that, bro. And I had to go and compare everything to rap or sports. But that's that. If you're in entertainment, period. And well, we were talking about sports in the, from the rip, but then that's going to happen. You're you always going to have the other side. How much sports and rap shape our society? Right. What Drake say? Rap and sports rap and so is synonymous because we want to be them and they want to be us. us. But like, you can think me now. It shapes. It shapes the minds of youth. The people who want to play ball That's don't play ball. People that want to rap don't rap. But they come influential in other aspects in life. Niggas that, that, that didn't make it in ball always rap. <laughs> Niggas that don't make it rap try to play ball or do they go through fashion. Like Rappers want to be ball players and ball players want to be rappers. And it just it just seeps into other threads of our society. And yeah, just celebrity, period. Now, like, I like Gaga. What now the fuck does she know about cameras? Yeah, now the fucking manager of a hedge fund is a fucking Jay-Z enthusiast. You see what I'm saying? Shit like that happen. That's fair. Because I'll probably be a manager of a hedge fund if I keep going. And, yeah, uh, so it's just, it's just I like, like Jay-Z. I, I guess my ball on that point is I feel like artists should be paid a lot more. Like, nah. It's getting a little crazy now, bro. Absolutely, but I just these damn. prices on these these tickets is getting a little outrageous, bro. Bro, Beyonce tickets was six hundred for like upper level seats. I was supposed to be going to Drake shows tomorrow. Drake show Drake's show tomorrow in Atlanta, and this the plans were were foiled. Shout out to Jones, I still love you, bro. <laughs> and bro, I went to go look at my own Jones, and I was like, yo, seven hundred dollars. I went to go look in Charlotte. I'm like, Charlotte is a cheap flight. Shit, forty minutes for real. Seven hundred dollars. Like you're kidding me, bro. Like that. That's. And it wasn't for floor seats, was it? It was a hundred level, hundred level. But you told me not to get floor seats. No. So yeah. No. But I was just saying, like my floor seats was five twenty-five. But even still, um, I think I was talking to I think I was talking to Toot about it the other day. There's an episode on Entourage, I believe, and they made it a big deal, like getting floor seats to Lakers playoff game. Uh-huh. And they were like, "You paid all that money." Da da da. Just take a guess at how much the floor seats were. Lakers. 500. Nah. 500, bro. You sitting next to James Worthy jersey. <laughs> Back then, you got to think mid-2000s. So. Mid-2000s? A stat. 
I'm gonna go ten. Between both of y'all, but more closer to Kyle. So it's like thirty two hundred, something like thirty five hundred. For floor seats? Yeah. And I was thinking I was uh Oh yeah, during the three feet, I'm tripping. But I was talking to Toot about it and I was like, look, like it's getting to the point I'm gonna never do that in life. Oh yeah. Like <laughs> even if I all right, like the way my career is going, I'm on a I'm on definitely an an ascension as far as salary goes. And let's say all right, I'm on low six figures now. And I get to miss six figures. I'm never spending sixty thousand dollars on a seat. Mm-hmm. It's like I would have to make ten million plus dollars per year to go. You know what I mean? And then, or it's like I would have to have it like yo, like where it gets to a point where uh, I had someone who was uh, basically family with Jay Z. Around certain quarters, the end of quarters, because he used to pay his taxes in quarters, he would pay for big dinners. Like yo, like we're already having a team meeting, camaraderie, and all that. Yo, get whatever you want. I'm going to pay for it at the end of the dinner because it's a tax write-off. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the only way I would do it. Like, all right, we made $10 million and they went five in Texas. Yeah, it's a tax write-off. I'm going to write this shit off. Yo, come with me to, to the game. Our two seats was a bean together. We we talked about the business over, you know what I mean, LeBron, Duncan, in year 28. You know what I mean? But like, Outside of that, I'm never going to go see be at the Lakers from floor seats for real. I said it, a few and I don't aspire to be honestly fifty to sixty thousand. I'd rather go buy an investment property. I said it a couple episodes ago. Regular people are priced out of yeah a lot of a lot of shit. And we're the people who built that up. Like it wasn't it wasn't those hedge fund managers that were mm-hmm. like sports fans. It was inner city kids and inner city people who were like yo, this shit hot and like yeah. I mean we're the, we're the culture. And we prop the culture up, and then capitalism takes it from us. I mean, that's what uh, that's what they were talking about with the Warriors. Like, y'all, oh man, y'all built this dynasty in Oakland, and yeah. now y'all move it across well, the Oakland, bridge. And y'all priced the people who made this, who yeah. built this. Like, we, we, said, uh, we built this. Draymond like, talks about it. Draymond has talked about Draymond. it, like where he thinks. I want to hear Draymond's comment. It's kind of it's kind of fucked up. He said it like I think he might have said "quote unquote" fucked up. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, he was saying like. Um, I think he said he couldn't afford to bring a lot of his family members to the, the game seven of 2016. Cause he didn't get his big contract yet. You I think Jerry Mount was second rounder. So he about three, four years in his career. He didn't get a big extension, I think, until like his first big one might have came that year. Or came, came the next or the next season when KD got there. So it's like I can't even afford, and it's like this is priced out in Oakland. Imagine when we get to San Francisco, mm-hmm. where you, where my salary there, I would be homeless. Yeah. Like, like I don't, I don't, I don't like that at all. Like, yeah, they like when they played the Mavericks that one year. Which year was that? Like two two thousand eight, two thousand seven, oh yeah. six, oh seven season when Dirk won the uh, MVP, six yeah. seven and four. Like 13. you, they like people in Oakland made the Warriors. Yeah, like, for sure. Yeah. Like they, they're the ones who made role. I, I didn't really know anything about the words until that beat. Like I was always a Baron Davis fan, so yeah, he did he. I'm like, yo, like, oh, our Baron Davis in the playoffs. That's flames. Like the last time I remember him in the playoffs was with the Hornets and mm-hmm. D Wade cooked the shit out of the Hornets. Right. So I'm like, oh, all right, let me see what they do. And then I'm watching Game One, and I always like, I always like teams that shoot threes. Like it's entertaining to me. Like and they had like that. Kind of today's basketball back then, like shooting threes and going for layups. And then we'll shoot mid-ranges to close the game out. You know what I'm saying? Like, but yeah, I I feel like capitalism has like, all this shit has to explode. Mm -hmm. Like the artists, I'm not going to say they underpaid. No, for what 
music is and the artistry of it, they're extremely underpaid. Yeah. But for the the ev- well, not there's the too ev- many hands in the pot, should I say? Yeah, and then for the 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 fa- failures of mankind, who we are as people, we are overpaid. But mm-hmm. who you are as an artist, you're underpaid. Yeah. Cause you're really honestly selling us you. Yeah. And like I like we just said, like basketball is popular because of rap. Rap is popular because of basketball. Like it, Yeah, shout out to Alan Iverson. They so, can't pay Alan Iverson enough. So this shit is built on these people's back and this shit is so ingrained in our media and our news. It, 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 these people are megastars. You can't pay. Well, basketball players are getting 300 million. So they're starting to get paid in them. But yeah. like rappers aren't. Just, it depends on the rapper. I mean, how many Drake's and Jay-Z's and Nicki Minaj is walking around? Yeah, because a lot of rappers. Are, but I mean, a lot of rappers not doing shit, man. Honestly. It, it, they not. But there's like, okay. Frank Ocean got paid. Um, who, who, who can who didn't get paid that I feel shit like? Y'all might disagree. Lil Durk and and Jerbo, they should get paid a lot. Durk got a crazy bag. He did. Yeah, he okay. got he got like fifty million or some crazy. I think he should get more. I don't think his impact was good, but he should get more for what his impact and artistry good. did. Yeah, but then we got to talk about Meek getting two hundred fifty million. And it's like uh, Meek. Yeah, I think Meek should get that too. Yeah, but it's like I'm not. I'm not talking about it from the actual side of things. I'm talking about from the theoretical side of things. From the theoretical side of things, Meek is in that class of like internet blog era rappers that deserve their flowers and their Wale, bag. Yeah. Wale, Meek, currency. Should they Gucci? actually get it yeah. in real life? No, because of the logistic of things. But theoretically, the artistry of more about nothing. The I'm about nothing. Wale, yeah, I get what you're saying. Get, yeah. yeah, I get what you're saying. And you kind of holding up a label. With, yeah, but they, they, yeah. they both should get two hundred fifty million easy. Yeah. But that's not the reality. We just printed well, speak, money. Speaking mm-hmm. of music, um, nothing was the same. Turned ten. Ten. Yeah, I'm about to say eleven. Actually, it might be today. September twenty fourth. Yeah, yeah, today. Ten years today. Um, twenty fourth is actually a really good date. They had a Nirvana drop and a Low End Theory drop on this day in ninety one or ninety two. Ninety two. Shout out to Tribe Called Quest. Y'all know how I feel about Tribe. You know what I'm saying? Um, Try called Keys over here. <laughs> Where do y'all rank that in Drake's discography? Um, I'm gonna get a lot of hate for this. It's not my favorite album. I like it a lot. So oh well, I can. You know what I mean? I can say what I want to say now. Um, not really my favorite Drake album, mm-hmm. like as a whole. I get the, the. I think it might be my favorite. I get the love album. Of it. I get the love of it from album. like the yeah. the artistry of the album and like how it came about and all that. But as far as like listening to it, it's definitely not my favorite. Oh, I love this. Like I love that Drake album. Like outside of Wu Tang Forever, you don't like further thing. Yeah, it's I, a it's, it's a moment, thing. but it's just a moment. Yeah, it's just a moment. Like I'm not saying it's ass, but like yeah. if I had to put it in my top three, it's, it, not, it's not in my top, top three. It's not in my top three at all. Name your top. Name your top three Drake albums. Um, Take Care. Um, Boy. Not Nothing Was the Same, and Not Nothing Was the Same twice. <laughs> Like what I'm saying is, it's not, like I don't know, but it's not in my top three. <laughs> God, Steve, bro. Go ahead, guys, please. Uh, views. Um, I like uh, Scorpion. Views, Scorpion. You're insane for putting Scorpion on the I want to put Scorpion in my top three. I'm not gonna do that. I would say Views. Thank me later. And no way. Yeah. Thank me later is not better than nothing was the same. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Not it's not like lyrically or Find your love. artistically. That's just my personal favorite. 
I can I can admit that it's not lyrically or that's your Kanye seeping into my Fonji. And I would say, if you read Certified Lover Boy, you put Certified Lover Boy for Take Care. And if you're reading, take care. I don't personally, I don't, I personally, just personally. Are we talking about objectively? Yeah. Objectively, then it's. Uh, oh, yeah. If we're going off of your top three, go ahead. Yeah, that's my top three. Objectively, Yours, it's uh, Thank Me Later, Take Care, and then if you're reading this to it. I like Dark Lane demo tapes over. Uh, uh, we're not going to say do this. Over might as well back out. You might as well pause. I might love Dark Lane demo move tapes. Move back from the, from the microphone. <laughs> move back from the microphone. I don't please. revisit Dark Lane that often, honestly. I revisit the other one he dropped, the Lucy tape. More than that. Did if you're reading it? No. Um, that wasn't Lucy's. Um, Care Package. Okay. That's like four songs. I don't count. No, it's not. It's literally 17 songs. Yeah. No, it's not. Yes, it is. I'm looking at it He right dropped now. all Lucy's on there, nigga. <laughs> Drake's Money Can Buy, The Motion, How About Now, Trust Also like More Life. Then in the East. It's like a lot of Drake albums. It's only one Drake album I truly don't like. Honestly, exactly. never mind. Exactly. Okay. Um... Um, cause they were talking about it on Joe. All right, so I'm gonna give my top three with Drake. Mm-hmm. That's the same. Take care if you're reading. I think that's that's a good three. I think that summarizes like we talked about Drake's prom before, and we kind of fucked it up in a sense, but we didn't. Like we were talking from like a lyrical ability meets artistic ability all in one versus like yeah, Drake is gonna drop and go number one now. That doesn't mean slime you out is be- a better song than furthest thing. Right. Like, and especially when you're breaking down Drake. So it's like, <laughs> shout out to y'all for making that clip go mini viral. But yeah, I guess I didn't, I didn't explain it all the way. But yeah, nothing was saying take care. And uh, if you're reading this, like my epitome, I feel like those were the epitome of Drake, like groundbreaking Drake. I feel like those are all like groundbreaking type of uh, tapes. Yeah. Like Joe Button talked about it. Like this Joe Button. And I, I kind of noticed that throughout the week. I'm like, damn, I don't, I liked Slime You Out like the first couple of days. I'm like, damn, I'm kind of like slipping back on it. And I was like, I hope the tape is as toxic as this is, but I just hope he goes with another angle. If he goes all second verse, like he did on that song, if that's, dude, I can do that. Until SZA comes in, it's like, I'm waiting for SZA to come in. I need like that minute two and a half to five for all. You know what I'm saying? So I can, I can feel that. So it's like, and they were like, yo, I don't like Joe was like, I don't think that was it. And he was like, yo, I I, I haven't felt like uh It didn't, it definitely didn't encapsulate the masses. Yeah, he was like, I haven't felt that that groundbreaking Drake shit since views. And he was like, and I'm the person that went viral saying I hated views. And he was like, yo, that shit is amazing. I played that shit dog. all the way there. Oh, all the way back. <laughs> Muse is amazing. So it's like, I I literally, I'm, I'm waiting for that. It's been, it was Views 2016. He dropped it on my birthday in 2016. So I, I'm waiting that seven years, bro. It for like two weeks. Yeah, so I need, I need that. Like, I I need that. I like Views, but that Key Chango jangling shit, that shit smoked me first. Key Chango jangling. jangling. That shit smoked me. That's, 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 that's not right. I want to yeah. do that. MJ and that I like that that's a key, bomb the keychain go jangling 36 is it not that's a bomb I'm sorry I know I love it. I used song. to drive a sprint every day that shit on blast niggas tripping <laughs> it's a 9 now you was on some shit with that I don't know but I get what you're saying like it definitely like when I first listened to Sign Me Out the first verse clicked me I was like what is this nigga talking about <laughs> yeah, people don't like that song that's I love that song 
don't it's know. a good song. No, people are saying like it was fucking trash. Because like, the I, I talked about it before. People's attention span is not there. What do y'all expect from uh for all the dogs? If that's the lead single, I'm if not that's gonna, the lead I'm single, I expect. Like you said, the second half. I think. I think that's why he's going to finish the tour first to focus on the album, because the reaction he got from it. Oh, I was about to say he's not put dropping the album because the, the shit that he faked leaked on TikTok isn't hitting the way he thought it was going to hit. What song are you talking about? Any and everything. The shit that at the gates would have hit. But I mean, if he dropped, if he if he would if his first thing would have been at the gates, niggas would have been like, yo. I need this album today. At the gates, barely. I don't think Drake will ever uh, drop a single, quote unquote, uh, promoting drug use, though. Yeah. That's not his brand. Yeah. So it's like, I, I like, I dropped, I took half a zen. I got, was Sickle yeah. Mode a single, though? Sickle Mode was a single. Okay. Off of Travis Scott. But that's Travis's brand. Yeah. So he could do that maybe as a feature, but yeah. Drake. Himself. It can't be his. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, how do y'all? Hmm. I wonder. I wonder how it's gonna sound, man. I'm just. I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be that second half of the album. I think. I, I really believe that's why. Cause like, he comes too slow on. Oh, what the fuck? No, you good. This, he starts rapping too slow in the first half of that song, and then the second half, it's like. It's real, like I'm singing. It's I didn't. Like, it was like a weird, a weird singing voice. Too. He, he was trying some new shit. He was absolutely trying some new shit, and I think his reaction to it. How it didn't it didn't get the love he expected. Like he performed at a concert as a special song. Mm. People were kind of like, "It's crazy that uh, Charlemagne said like, yo, it, it didn't have a real impact, and like he might be losing the people.' And people have been kind of waiting for Drake to fall off for a minute. As far as like the media, like Wayne was like, "Oh, we in the little baby era." Charlemagne said the same thing, and he's too involved with the younger generation to fall off. Yeah, like if anybody is contender for like, oh, this this nigga might take the torch. Drake does a song with them, mm-hmm. and it's like I'm gonna show you I'm that much. I'm better. overshadowing you every I'm time. You, like, Jared Carlos getting a lot of buzz. Yeah, I'm a church. You know down. he won songwriter of the year three years in a row. Jack Harlow. Yeah, you're lying. Shout out Jack Harlow. And then and and Mister, y- y'all know my connection to that camp, but it's like. Jack I, my grandpa company I thought. No, no, that's a, that's a bar. That's not a bar. That's a bar. Sebs. That's, that's a, bar. a bar. Keychain go jingling is a bar, but no, no, keychain go jingling is hot. It's not a bar. He said it was a bar. I said that. Yes. I meant to say it was hot. No, no, no. He I said didn't. he said the other part was a bar. Yeah, yeah the other what? part's a bar. Um, um keychain go jingling. I want to do MJ everywhere. I just don't fade MJ in every way. I just don't fade away. That's a bar. I love it. That's a bar. That's a gotcha. bar. That's my. Th- <laughs> that was a bar. That was gotcha. a bar. I that was a bar. I hate y'all. <laughs> no, that's a bar. Yeah, that's not a bar. But him winning the songwriter year every year is crazy. But it's like, oh, uh, y'all think this nigga is songwriter year? I'm gonna give y'all one of the best verses I ever gave y'all. And now it's like, yo, who's Jack Harlow? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, he keep winning these fucking awards. Yeah, he keeps winning them because he's white and he can oh, rap. Whoa, whoa. I don't think he's winning because he's white. I mean, when you're getting votes. I think he's winning because like he raps and he's safe, but like he was black. He was he's white. Um, not saying like it's a I'm not bad even thinking thing. Jack Harlow fan, but I don't think it's just because he's white. I'm not saying it's just, he's, he can rap and then he has the appeal of being a white man. He's 6'4 and handsome. Why do you know oh, he's 6'4"? 
Oh shit. Kyle started putting on the stats. Anyway. <laughs> Attributes. <laughs> yeah. Uh I don't know what to expect, man. And it's like, I'ma just say this. This is my last time saying it. This is my last young boy Drake album. Oh, so Drake you, is you like Asian. You want American Gangster from Drake next? No, I don't necessarily want that. I would like an American Gangster from Drake. But he's like rapping and he's like going in reverse. Like his music has become it's not mature. less mature the order he's got. Yeah. Like the order he's got, the more he's kind of turned into like, yeah, we're going to spin on you. Would you agree that as people, we're getting less mature? Yeah, for sure. So do you think he's a film to the masses? Yeah. But at some point, if you, you gotta be ground if you're a leader, yeah. you gotta lead the masses. I agree with you. So I agree. I have no arguments here. Like it's like, like bro, I kind of don't want to. I kind of want to hear about how y'all beat, beat niggas' ass. We know OVO gets down. <laughs> I don't want to hear no, about the these bitches. Will be like Drake Iron Grip on the uh, candidates underground. That's yeah, like yo, know, like I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, it was a boy in like 2010. It was like yo, like. He was saying Drake was had ghostwriters, and it was like that shit got scruff from the internet. I think he got his ass beat like really, really bad. Like he was just like, "Yo, y'all, y'all would never see him make even if it's quote unquote freestyle. Y'all won't see him make music there on the spot. Like he has, he is the the ticket, but there's a lot of team behind it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like. Fuck it. I like the product, so I'm a, I'm a rock with it. You know what I mean? Because I heard over five minutes after I heard that video, and I'm like, this shit, this shit work. <laughs> fuck it. Like, y'all fuck niggas need to get a team. <laughs> y'all niggas need to follow the you fucking I mean? the blueprint. Yeah, but, you know, it, it, it's just, so y'all don't know what to expect off of. Uh, I'm expecting that second hit. I'm expecting, I'm expecting, I'm expecting what I expect from every Drake album. I'm keeping my A hit, opinion. a hit intro, a hit outro, some pop songs in the middle. Some rapping songs and some love songs. How do y'all feel about um, Big Ursher doing the Super Bowl? Yeah, I think I, <laughs> okay. Um, I think it's about time. Like I think they were. Uh, Did Beyonce do the Super Bowl? She was a guest. She's a guest. I think she was a guest twice. Yeah, I think so. But I think I don't Usher think she ever did the Super Bowl. It. I think is well overdue. Like Usher's had a hell of a year. He headlined Roots Pick. I think Usher, like it, residency. It, this might sound crazy. I think Usher's finally getting his flowers that he deserves. Yeah, for sure. He's he's of that age. And like, Usher killed. Um, what was he at Roots Picnic? Ah, bro, I love Usher to death. You ain't like that? He was killing it. The mics kept going in and out. What I, did I, I do? Huh? I didn't. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't feel it. Like. That was my first time seeing Usher. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yo, that's Dickie, Usher. Like, I Dickie. know this song. I love this song. Sab, Sab, defend me right now. Was I thinking? <laughs> nah, bro. So exactly. that's Usher. That was cool as shit. That's Usher. He said, what Kai's doing? <laughs> cool. All right, but. All right, but. <laughs> His mic was going in and out. I didn't feel the energy. Like, I was like, yo, like, I like this song. I'm, I'm sorry. It, but Beyonce did 2013. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, I felt like I she do did. remember that. Uh, so we was in, uh, we were sitting in Ryan living room. And she did a guest when Coldplay was on there or some shit, right? She was a guest. I remember that. 2013 was 49ers Ravens. We were sitting in Ryan living room. I think yeah. you were there. I wasn't there. You were. I wasn't. I was you literally were. at the crib. No, you were there. What? What the fuck? I was at the crib sleep. I was like, oh, he might have been at the crib. Usher is a great performer, so he can, he can sing live. Y'all think you going to bring out Kiki Palmer? If you bring a key bomber, that'll set the internet I'm on fire. I'm not hiding that next episode. Yeah, that's gonna I'm going to have a lot. To that's going to set the internet on fire. 
Um, bro, she's still with her dude. It don't matter. Yeah. I don't really care, but it's gonna set the internet on fire. But yeah. I, I'm excited because I should a great performer, great singer. He will perform all his hits, and so whoever said he don't have enough hits, yo, that um, young lady was wild. I don't know what's your issue. You know, I don't think you had a good job. He got nine number one hits and like twenty top five. Yeah. Like Usher is him. Yeah. He can perform. They was like, yeah, I don't want to hear, hear him uh, play. Oh my god! And but like, why would he? Do I that? think that no, I think he should. No, no, like for a stadium, oh that's gonna, gonna go crazy in a stadium. But it's just like he don't have to. Like, he no, he don't have that's to. That's what I'm saying. Like, Somebody's like, I don't want to hear. Oh my god! Or yeah, I'm like, why not? But I was like, yo, I, I don't understand. Like, he's the um, safe answer for King of R and B. I get that. He's a safe. I have answer. no argument. He's a safe. I, I keep told y'all here. I stand with fucking diamond in my Xbox. Yeah, so safe answer for King of R&B. Like I don't think he makes better music than Kells, but Kells might have been singing to twelve year olds. So can't I'm at the back off when defending Kells. Can't defend Kells. It's Usher. You know what I mean? Even but also, got, even though he has a soul, Kells did walk out the door and give us one last masterpiece. Kells helped give us trap soul. Oh yeah, for sure. I don't think a lot of people know that though. Yeah, I don't know that he's yeah. credited as a writer on that. Yeah, I feel kind of weird taking a moral stand. Like I haven't been listening to Kodak. You know I fuck with Kodak. Yeah. Taking a moral stand against music, like oh, I ain't listening to this nigga. Oh, I ain't listening to this nigga. And it's like, yo, if I keep taking these moral stands, I won't be listening to a lot. I of think people. a lot of people don't realize if you start taking. Like we were talking about it before we started. Like where does cancel culture stop? If you want to take a moral stand against everything artistic, you're going to be listening to nothing. Like nothing. Drake said it best when we start pulling hollow, pouring skeletons out of clouds like Halloween decoration. You're not gonna like anybody. Like, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of people will start to disappear from the public once their shit start coming. Like Trey Songz has disappeared from the public. Um, he just got smacked last week allegedly. He did. Yeah, I, I mean, I sent the group chat. Somebody smacked the bullshit. I, um, I mean, he deserves it. If he, you know, if it was a rapper, they said Trey was talking crazy. Yeah, if he did, if he's done everything that he's you know, alleged he deserves it. Um, Lizzo has disappeared from the public spotlight. But when you start pulling these, they, at the end of the day, I'm not saying they're right because they're absolutely not. But there are people who make horrible decisions. They're people. Yeah, all make horrible decisions. And if you're going to take a moral stand against every single one of them, who are you going to listen to? Right. Yeah. <laughs> like because a lot of artists Kendrick in order Lamar to be is a gangbanger. <laughs> is he? He's a gangbanger. Isn't he? Is he? Sure. I don't. Is he? Yeah. Who are you attached to? That's where he's a blood. No, he's a crook. Who he see exactly who he attached to? I could have swear he's a crook. He's a blood. He's you a blood. Sure? Yes. Who he attached to, bro? I don't know. We're not gonna talk about that. Come on, come on. Yeah, I, but I'm pretty sure he's a gangbanger. I don't know. I don't know well, if he came back and said he needs to rap about being a gangbanger, right? Yes. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Nah. No. Yes. Okay, I'm not. What did he say on Good Kid, Man City? He to... talked about affiliation, but he's not. He's affiliated. That's yeah. What I, yeah. Okay, so I mean, but like, he's, he's a, not a, he's not No, a, nigga, you grow up in Compton and you go outside, you're going to be affiliated. Yeah, be but a, he's not a gang, like, he's not Nip, uh, YG, uh, the game, uh, schoolboy. Yeah, the game. Like, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, okay. Well, like, he's not banging but like, necessarily. If you're, if you're affiliated, you've been around some shit. Yeah, he grew up in Compton and went so outside. It's like, when we gonna start yeah, taking... We grew up in Philly. We affiliated with shit every day. Yeah, so it's like, when we gonna start... When we gonna keep taking moral stands? I was up... I was, some people might saying? might want to take a moral stand thinking you being affiliated with it because you still hang around them niggas. Oh, see. Hey, man. That's just, Shout that, out to That's how cancel culture works. Yeah. 
So, yeah, once you're affiliated. Um, yeah, but you're affiliated with murderers and you preach, you know, love and peace, but you're, you hang with murderers every yeah. day. So it's just like, when when do we draw the line? And for me... Yeah, and Kendrick said like, some shit like, uh, I think I just, when Mike Brown got killed, Kendrick said something a little... A little iffy, right? He was like, yeah, we, we got to respect ourselves in order for police respect us. And I was like, damn, K-Dot. It's cool. Everybody fuck up. Play as fuck up, too. <laughs> <laughs> so it's yeah. just like when, like when you try to play that cancel culture and, you know, sorting through everybody's demons. Now, if you're a rapist, I can't rock with you. But, you know, if you hang with murderers, ah, I don't know. <laughs> um, I got an audio message I want y'all to react to. Because uh, I already reacted, naturally. Like, I, I ain't gonna hold you. Like, I don't think Big really suck, like, as bad as I be saying. Hold on. That's not even the one. Just give me one example of Big being the, that nigga. Like, just give me give me three songs where you just show me Big getting busy harder than Hove or Nas ever got busy. Oh. For real, for real. That's it. That's all I'm asking. That's it. Give me that. I ain't got no qualms with you. I might send you back three nines and whole songs just so you could really take a minute to see how big I ain't getting busy like them. But I might be like, you know what, my nigga? I got to get off big because to me, you know what I'm saying? Pause. He's the most overrated nigga on this planet. Real talk. Him and Malcolm X. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I told my guy, shout out my man Gary. I told my guy, based in the A, I'm like, yo, they talking about niggas who just nice. And my man was like, yo, I think Nas is the, the, the most lyrical nigga ever. He's nicest to me as far as just rapping and I was like well Biggie rap better than everybody like and then my man Gary was like what the fuck he texted me like nigga what are you talking and he sent me that and he's been on this big is overrated like yo he's not what y'all y'all try to make him be up there like basically as a southerner he'd be like yo he's not what y'all make him like it's a completely different ecosystem yeah but he think Hove and Nas are the goals so it's like nigga how do you not like I think Big is the most easily digestible goat in a sense. Like, just just think about it from smoothness of a debut single. All right, party and bullshit. Let's let's skip that off. Juicy. I think that might be a top five most recognizable recognizable rap song ever. Yeah, absolutely. And the smoothness is like. The flow is perfect. The cadence is perfect. The nigga voice is perfect. Like, as far as for rapping goes, like, what? I don't see. And he was like, yeah, like, when was he getting off? So I, I like, I was like, yo, Big cooked on Victory. Victory was his last recorded verse. Biggie was going crazy. He had the Nas diss in there. Destiny lays in my hand. He was going crazy. I said, and he talked about him getting off on Jay-Z. I think he killed him while I loved it, though. I was like, niggas bleed. I was like, that's Martin Scorsese filmmaking right there. Like, the Nick, bro, you could literally make a fucking film based off of niggas bleed. And I was like, everyday struggle, second verse, flows and cadence is one of the best ever. And it's a, a legit about something. So you can't even say, like, oh, or he's just talking bullshit or. I'm going to I'm gonna have to sit with this and, because um, I agree with you, but I'm going to have to pick my three. I don't know my three. I don't know everyday struggles on there, for sure. 
Like, I don't get it. Like, shout out my nigga Gary. Cause I'm I'm open to anybody having a different uh a difference in opinion. But like I think big is so easily digestible. Like as a Tupac fan, I know it's very hard for me to sometimes come off and defend Tupac. Cause it's like technically he ain't had a best flow. I think he had a great voice for rap, but he ain't had a best flow. The nigga He ain't had the best bars. He ain't had the best bars. Outside of rap, the nigga's annoying to a lot of people. So it's like is that it? all encapsulates into yeah, like it Absolutely. encapsulates into like ah, uh, like you know what I mean. You don't have it's the appeal of like a, a lot of rap is the appeal of a rapper. I think he had. I think he encapsulated being a rapper more than everybody, though. Honestly, everybody. It's funny you say that because like I'm thinking, and like the reason why I don't think Tupac is the go because he wasn't really. He wasn't really a lyricist, but he has the voice, the charisma, and everything else to go back behind him. Yeah. And then with Biggie, it's like he has everything. He's not really the rapper that Jay-Z is, but he has everything else. And then it's like I think Jay-Z, he's a rapper Jay-Z like, is. Yeah, like I never listened to a big song and had to run it back. Like, yo, what he just say? Oh, shit, I just got that. But with Jay-Z, that's what it was like. So that's why I consider it. So, so you think Jay-Z naturally raps better than Biggie? Now that I'm grown, I think it's more closer than what it is. But overall, yes. I think Jay-Z just has a larger body of work. I think Jay-Z had... Are you about to Google something? <laughs> Nigga opened his laptop. <laughs> I think Jay-Z has the entendres and shit like that. But when it comes to storytelling, Friend of Fro 98 is amazing. Friend of Fro number one is amazing. Um, Meet the I Parents know my shit. is amazing. The song with uh, Bleak, uh, Coming to Age. Coming to Age is amazing. One and two. I don't think nobody fucking with storytelling on the Ten Crack Commandments level. Absolutely. Everyday struggle level. Niggas bleed level. Somebody got to die. He opened the album. Didn't he open the album with Somebody Got to Die on Life After Death? Like, big storytelling was crazy. Like, his... I think big is a 10 across the board. Yeah, it's life after the intro, then somebody. Yeah, that. like. And then how you go to hypnotize? Yeah, I think he's like a 10 across the board. Like, I, don't I don't think no, he got a weakness. I don't see no flaws in his game. I'm not going to say I'm mean, lying But mean, he didn't live time. long enough. He didn't live long no, enough. No, it's not even just for the time. It's not even great. It's not even No, it's not even for the time. Because 10 years later, we still we still talk. 27, 26. I mean, yeah, like he, it wasn't, it wasn't good for the time. It was a good period. But what I'm saying is Jay-Z just rapped better. That's all. I think you just said Jay-Z. I think Big. Yeah, I think you got Jay-Z bias, bro. You love Jay-Z. I, I love Jay-Z, too. Yeah. Jay-Z's my favorite. Jay-Z and Kanye, my favorite rappers ever. Same. And you can sprinkle in, you, you can sprinkle in a little mixture of Big, Pop, and then Nas and stuff like that. Oh, but Jay-Z and Kanye are my two, like... I am really not the biggest Nas fan. Yeah, I, I know. You say it every time we bring up Nas. <laughs> but to the nigga, I'm sorry. Yeah, like... I think he's an amazing rapper and lyricist. Don't get me wrong. Nice. But I, I like even me. I gotta be in the mood to listen to Nas, and I, that mood come like whatever once every six years. Like I gotta really Nas. be in a mood mood to listen to Nas. Like I gotta be in the mood mood to listen to Jay now recently. I gotta be in the mood mood to listen to Kanye now recently. Like no, I think it's as you get older. No, because it takes over. Yeah. Like, yo, I'm going to listen to this nigga for three hours. That's a long time. Like, when you have the ability and shit dropping randomly every day now, it's kind of like... That should be like, I'll I'll play Jay-Z and now I'm going through this whole discography. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, yeah, oh, I'm playing wanna, the lore. Let me wanna, play this. Let me play I don't want to listen to the new Rod Wave album now. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? So, but I don't see how niggas don't say big is that nigga, bro. Yeah, I think you grew up. So with you it. think his lyricism is dated, Keith? Not dated, but obviously it can't get better than what it is. I, I mean, this nigga's an asshole. That's your what I'm saying is, I don't think lyrically Jay Z got much better than Reasonable Doubt. I think it might be his peak lyricism. Maybe it's maybe it's production. I, I think Volume One. I think he dumbed it down, Volume One. Like when you get into. Uh, can I live like mm, yeah like it's like that's the peak of I think his lyricism once he start stripping away like alright I ain't gotta the dough flip like Taekwon and I don't gotta do all that I could just talk about being my sunshine and some you know what I mean and Baby. what's that called um what's the single what's the single I don't know what the fuck they thought them niggas followed just like us like oh um fuck what is this damn I love that song yeah yeah, but when Jay Z getting that bag, I feel like that's just huh? where I'm from. Where yeah, I'm where I'm from. from. Like where it's just like he getting in like his hood nigga hustler shit talking bag. I don't think nobody do that like him. Absolutely not. But then like talking from that mafioso, I'm the Don type rap. I don't think nobody do that shit like Biggie like that. I, I don't, bro. I have no argument here. That's, bro, this, Biggie, this, Biggie this is, is amazing, bro. Biggie <laughs> is amazing, no bro. Here. I just don't think as far as like. Uh, I said the last episode, Clark Kent said, Big said the ROM's the best. Jay-Z got the best ROMs. And But wouldn't that? But listen, that means Biggie. We because if we're talking about who says the ROM's the best, that's what rap is about. Because if if we if it's talking about if I got the better ROMs when if we're just talking cannabis about cannabis rap better than ninety nine point nine nine percent of rappers that's ever. What I'm, that's what I'm asking. That's all I'm asking. Lupe rap better than ninety nine point nine. That's all I'm asking, bro. But Lupe man. never was sold the most because it's it's you know a lot that go in. Yeah, <laughs> a lot that go in. It's like Food Liquor is one of the best albums I ever heard. Look, the liquor. I mean, uh, the cool is in my top probably 50, 60 albums ever. And there's a lot of fucking albums that came out. I fuck with Laser Seven. You're 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 a whore. You know what I mean? Because he ain't even like lasers himself. <laughs> See, he's, he don't even know about the fake lasers. He got the fake lasers and he's fucking with it. Lupe or probably hate him. I fought Lupe. I like the album a little bit. Yeah, but I don't know how niggas say Big ain't Big ain't the one, man. Like, Big the one. I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry, Gary. You got you to gotta, you gotta cut this out. Um, But it was a... Uh, Keith, what are you doing? No, you're not. No, you're not. It was a triggering um thing for Keith on the timeline. We're of uh, Black. Also, if you read his name, it would say Six Lack versus Brent Fias. What y'all think about that? Y'all don't think it's close? It's not close. It's not close at all. I, we, like, we can go album by album. You can go song by song. song. Like, there's this joke that Brent can't sing or like, they're like, he sings a certain way. And it, they're funny jokes. But Six, you can make the same jokes about Six Lack. His name is Black. I stopped saying Six Lack. It's not. It's I goddamn mine. Yeah, you can make the same jokes about him. And then they were like, he don't got a, they said Brent don't got a better album than East Atlanta Love, Love Letter. And Sonder's son is putting East Atlanta Love, Love Letter in the backwood. Like, it's not And close. that's just Sonder. That's just Fuck Sonder. the World yeah. is putting his whole career in. Yeah. Damn. It's not close. It's I used to talk career? to a girl. I'm not going to say her name on here. But I used to talk to a girl. You want me to say it? Every time. Yeah, go ahead. Say it. I'm fucking with you. No, no, no. Go ahead. Say it. No, 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 no. No. Go, go ahead. Go. Say it. Sure. Oh, Brianna? Brianna. So she used to, every time we was in the car, she would put on 
I don't know if it was East Atlanta Love Letter or the first shit. It was the it was the it was the first one. It was the first problems. It was the first one. Then. Problems. Problems. It was yeah. It was like P R B L. The first album is Free Sick, Free Black, but that song you're talking about. Oh yeah, yeah, my bad, my bad. It was yeah. the one with the bear on the cover. Yeah, Free Black, Free Black. Yeah, hated it. Um, that shit hated it. The shit was just boring. Like it's it's just very boring, uninspired, soulless music. Like that was some shit that you put on to go to sleep. Well, if you listen to him talk, he sounds very uninspired and soulless. Yeah, like I don't know. He said it was soulless. soulless. But that second tape is not uninspired and soulless. I'm not going to say an act like it ain't. Eastland Love Letter is amazing yeah. to me. And that's one of J. Cole's best. That's one of the most beautiful songs ever. fucking with to fuck the world. Yes. It is? Like, it, not in its entirety, but he has songs on there. It don't make you feel as groovy. Yeah. But the, 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 the content? The, yeah, the content is, is right there. Maybe but, like, it's not fucking with Sanderson because the content of Sanderson is better than the content of... I keep hitting this fucking plastic... The content of Sonic is better than the content of Eastland Love Letter. What album is Poison on? That is for, is that for Brent. Sonder? Yeah, it's, it's not Sonder Son, but it's a Sonder album. Okay. That's the one with the Gang Cover. Over Love and Make Love? Gang Over Love is on Sonder Son. Okay, so Sonder Son is the one with him on the cover. Yes. With the, with the but he's on, he's on the cover of both of them with a hat. So y'all. Sonder Son is yellow and the other one with Poison is red. As, as New Yorkers, niggas would say, y'all not jacking the Brent. Uh, Black beef, no, or it doesn't black make, comparison. No, it doesn't. No, no, it doesn't no. make sense because they're of the same ilk. Brent is just better, super better, super better, super better. Yeah. You say, uh, black overlose that bang out, overlose that bang out, overlose that bang out. It's hilarious. Damn, his his latest tape, black latest tape, is ass. And the tape Brent about to drop is probably going to send him into the stratosphere. Uh, moment of your life and where you at? Like those are two crazy singles to drop. So yeah. this is probably like, and then y'all can't even name what. Black single ones. I mean, I'm, I'm not really a uh, huge fan. Hear me out, but you ain't even heard nobody talk about it. I did. You ain't even heard nobody post it. But even, I think he went two <laughs> times platinum on um, East Atlanta. That's a great tape. But I ain't really heard nobody talk about that besides the J. Cole song. But, that's, but that was the lead single. Yeah, but I, what I'm saying is the tape, like I can see the song went two times platinum. I think the whole tape went two times platinum. So it's like, I ain't hear nobody talk about that album either. So it's like, maybe I'm just not in his... Maybe, maybe not the audience. Yeah, like, I'm not... Okay. And I, I fuck with Black, but I'm, I'm not going to no show. Like, I was <laughs> hyped to go to... Too. Yeah, that's what's up. You know what I mean? <laughs> I live here. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's for a cheesesteak spot if you want. But um, I fuck with his manager, Heavy. Um, I forgot boy's name, but... How you fuck with him, Heavy? Because he be on... Uh, when he talks on uh, Rory and Maul podcast and Joe Budden's podcast... Um, he give props to Uzi, so that'd be fucking fun. Um, but yeah, uh, fuck with Cuz. But yeah, that 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 Twitter debate was uh, something. Yeah, it's not it's not really a comparison. But speaking of Twitter, y'all saw that ninety five percent a report said ninety five percent of uh, NFTs are worth nothing. Nothing. Yeah, I could have told you that was going to happen. What, yeah, we seen it coming. What was that? What's that called? That that documentary me you and Terrence watch. Oh, I can't remember the name. It was like an hour. It was about the conspiracy of NFTs being a 4chan uh, meme taken to the extreme. Basically, every monkey was a racist meme. And if you look at the context behind it, it kind of fit that conspiracy. We watched that shit at like 4 in the morning. Mm-hmm. I said that shit too, because I found it and I said that shit too at like 4 in the morning. I was like, yo, why the fuck just see me this? And now I'm watching it. That shit was, that shit was very... That shit was interesting. Yeah. And that was like two years ago. Yeah, and it's because like they could literally match every like monkey that they made to a racist trope. Like from Nazis to just you know races against black people, and the fact that 
it blew up that much. And then the creators of the move, whole movement were members of the 4chan community. So it just had even more merit to the conspiracy. And then the whole idea of it, which made me like being financially literate and understanding investments. If I buy a house, you can't buy that same house. You can't really take the house from me. Who said that? You can't take Niggas take blocks every day. You feel me saying? It's like, so it's, they were trying to sell it off. It's like, oh, it's like owning the Mona Lisa. As long as you have the original, but it's a, the Mona Lisa is a physical thing. A JPEG is something on the internet. So I can screenshot. It's connected to the blockchain. Yeah. Bro. And then, but like, people, no, people getting a blockchain hack and it's just like, you're only giving this as much. It's like trading cards, but like, not if even you, real trade because there's no sentimental value to it. Audience, if you want to watch it, it's called Board Ape Nazi Club. Yeah. Um, make sure it's still on YouTube. It's still on YouTube. Uh, it was uploaded about a year ago. We were talking about it last year, June of 2022. Yeah. Um, yeah, Kyle's got that shit broken down to a science. I literally was in that joint like a kid. Like, <laughs> wait, what? And. I remember the NBA NFC shit. I cashed in on that for like a week. And I was like, all right, I got yeah, it. It was money to be made. There was that made more sense. Yeah. That made more sense because you could buy a moment and it had a sentimental value to the moment. Those moments were being uploaded to YouTube. But that's that's the flip side to it. But you can buy you can get a I can buy a picture of the Mona Lisa right now for 10 bucks. But it's never the original moment. You see what I'm saying? Or like if you buy if you got um the original clip of Jason Tatum dunking on LeBron, right? And you could have got some type of signature from Jason Tatum on it. That would make more sense than a JPEG that you're keeping as your profile picture. I feel you. Yeah. Because it's just like, if you're only giving me copyrights to, like, the idea to me, what they were trying to do is like, I'm going to sell you the copyrights to this moment in time. Now, every time it gets played, I get paid off it. That would have made so much sense to me. Yeah, but NBA Top Shot was just like, that's the that's Here's the a square with a highlight. Yeah, that was just the flip side. This. Of it. yeah. It's three of them. Yeah. yeah. Um yeah, I mean, I thought NFTs are kind of a futuristic idea with poor execution. Absolutely. So, I never bought into it because I thought it was poor execution. Yeah, I was just like, but then people were like there's one somebody bought for 1.6 million. That shit's worth like you no, know, you, you sold it for free. Yeah. <laughs> so he gave it away. Yeah, he gave it away. And somebody was like, I hope this is just some transferring into another one of his wallets. But like more than likely, he was really just giving it yeah. away. Yeah. Um, that's, that's just education overall and just following things. But um, this is why Stephen Curry and Shaq are getting fucking sued. Yeah. Um, but to kind of talk about education, um, did y'all see the Twitter video? Yeah, the, 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 guy. the, te- the teachers. Um, let me start off. Yeah, it's a lot of teachers, but I didn't know how many people were like teachers. I thought teaching well, obviously I didn't think it was a no, I actually did think it was a dying industry. I didn't realize how many people in our age group were going to be teachers. Mm-hmm. And now I'm just seeing like, oh shit, y'all are teachers. It's yeah. cool to see. A lot of people have discourse about them doing like rap songs, and it's just like, that's not really that bad. These kids can't read. That's the real problem. And it's cause y'all not doing the work outside of the classroom. Mm-hmm. And you're more worried about her talking about ski. Like, As a parent, um, as a parent, I feel like... Are you a parent, bro? Something you want to tell me? No. Well, I'm saying as a parent, if I feel like if you are not having your kids do any type of academic enrichment outside of school, yeah. you're setting your child up for failure, especially if they're in the public school system. Mm-hmm. If they're not in a private school system or a Catholic school system where they get a much more uh, fruitful education, should I say, 
it's a better education. You know what I mean? Then you are setting your kid up for failure. Because I, I think you, the larger problem here is that capitalism is draining our people dry mentally, physically, emotionally. So when you come home, you don't really have the energy to do the extra stuff. But that's the stuff you sign up for as parents right. unintentionally. And if you're not ready to do that, I know kids happen by accident sometimes. Yeah. So I can't. Most of the time. I, yeah, I can't really sit here and blame you for that, but. I blame you. True. Like before you go lay down. Yeah. You so, must. Yeah. My uncle, recipes my uncle, he said his line where he's like, yo, I, I don't think a lot of us, especially the poor us, a poor of us, right? Mm-hmm. Recognize like fucking makes the kids because we be fucking a lot, yeah. And not realize the kids like, yo, kids, you like you keep going fishing, you gonna catch you something, you don't get a fish, so for sure. It's like, yeah, y'all are doing that. I have to blame you, yeah. And, and the other side of that is like, our parents had it worse in like a capitalist system. Mm-hmm. Capitalist system was like, we may feel like it's worse now, like inflation is higher than other, and we're getting you know, fucking railed out the ass yeah. and expenses, but they had it worse because they're, I mean, we are. Groceries is a bean for 10 items. So we're getting railed out the ass. But <laughs> they were getting paid much less than we were. So it's kind of the same on the other side of the spectrum. Yeah. And they were still making that shit work. And my mom and they still kept, came they, home and checked my homework. They had they caught certain um, things of inflation too. Yeah. And it's just they didn't have the option of giving us an iPad and telling us to go about our day. Yeah. They had to deal with us. Yeah. And so today these parents are like, I can buy your iPad and I don't got to see you for six hours. And I can take a nap. And, and I'm fucking like, here. I feel like a lot of uh, parents honestly don't give a fuck about the children. I feel like a lot of parents are in their selfish mood. Like me personally, I don't have children yet because I'm still in my selfish mood. Like where it's a lot of things and it's a lot of things of like, I want to go do this and having a young boy is going to hinder me doing this. I think we live in a generation of people who like my kids not stopping me from nothing. And like that's not really how it works. Yeah, that's not cool. Like I feel like kids are accessories. Yeah. Yeah, kids become accessories. It's like it's it kind of has to come to the point where the kid comes first. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to bring my... It's that my... same mentality. I'm sorry to control. It's that same mentality that people keep saying they're trying to break. Like, my parents treated me badly, but it's like, you're doing the same thing to your kid. Yeah. Like, you're like oh, my parents treated me badly, so I should put myself first instead of... Like, no, if your kid comes first no matter how bad yeah. you was. Yeah. Also, it's kind of like the way that our country is set up where it's just like, yo, you're at work for a good chunk of the day. Tonight. And they overwork you. Uh-huh. And it's to the point where and you're doing like, overtime. Yeah, it's like you're never getting paid what you're actually worth. So yeah. you're doing more work and you come home and now you have to enrich a younger human being where you feel like and then you start to feel like like what the fuck you did it. What like what did you do at school? Yeah. On some real shit. I think Chase the Bad Culture has ruined our culture more than anything. Yes. Because uh like me personally. In some aspects, it was overbearing, but it did way more good than it did bad. My parents kind of dropped the bag in order to surround me in high school. You know what I mean? Like my parents could have made way more if they money can't money can't raise a kid. Yeah, they if they both had uh, conventional nine to five jobs, and yeah, I would have had more sneakers. I talk about all the time. I would have more sneakers, not having. I would have been totally different person. Like I had like a. Damn near a wraparound program, like to the point where <laughs> my first girlfriend ever. I tried sneaker in our old crib, right? I had the key and all that. I go over there, try sneaker in the crib. Guess who pulling up to grab some stuff to bring to the new crib? Both my parents and the will pulling up. I'm in that joint, 
Like, oh shit, I'm cooked. Like, get basically get caught. But I had like basically a wraparound pro- program in uh in high school. And if that doesn't happen, it what if they at work? Yeah. I'm in that John. I need to have a condom on me. What happens now? Like now I'm yeah, my parents was teenagers. Yeah. Now I'm repeating the cycle. Yeah, Probably and that necessarily earlier than my dad. I was only 15 at that time. Yeah. So it's like a lot of parents is like, oh, I want like we talked about Chanel bags, Louis bags, and all that. Oh, I want this bag because she wanted that bag for years. She finally got a good paying job. And it's like, I'm gonna go do this OT. But your young boy out here with a shiesty on, and you don't even know. And you know what I mean? It's like and the oh, problem starts at like school. Yeah. yeah. And and then the, the, the way they were describing the problem is getting extreme. It's no way that seventh graders are 13 years old. Yeah. 12 and 13 years old. You shouldn't no be doing fourth grade. You shouldn't be, they were saying first grade, bro. Yeah. Like he said fourth grade, other teachers chimed in, like, no, like they're on first grade, second grade, third grade. Like majority are on that fourth grade level, but it's parents are getting mad at him. Yeah, like, well, I somebody he said your son's been here for thirty days. Yeah. He ain't gaining three grade levels. That's what I'm saying. That's where he's at. He's he in like, I had your kids for well. He said that, and then a letter was like, I've only had these kids for thirty days. Yeah, you have these kids the whole summer. If the parents were like, well, you have my kids for ten hours, I come home only out of for six. Other enrichment things are more important. It's like they are, but you can do them simultaneously. Mm-hmm. Just like that teacher has to do them simultaneously. You have to do them simultaneously. Like it, it's their job, but it's really your yeah. Because schools like, are underfunded, yeah. And teachers are underpaid. Yeah, like you can't afford to send your kid to a a fucking charter school where they keep your kid sixteen hours a day and you only got to put them to sleep. Mm-hmm. Like where the mentor they take them to meet LeBron two times a week. Like they want to send them to a boarding school, some Harry yeah, Potter. Like, shit. Your kid's not seeing TED talks twice, three, four yeah. times a week, or after school they go on to see some real right. life shit or feed the homeless. Your kids are coming home to you right after school, and it's your job to be like, "Yo, where that homework at? Where that report card? Where that progress?" Like, I'm right that. How my progress up sometimes because I was late. Bro, even beyond <laughs> that, it's kind of like if you're not in, at least checking the homework, it's like, "Yo, we about to sit down and we about to work on your handwriting." Yeah, at least like, my mom bro, used to tear. Like, bro, I'm not saying this my hand used way. to work. Used to hurt, bro. Yeah, but my, my mom used to tear pages on my book and my handwriting was sloppy. Now we don't even use cursive no more, but like, and it's still to me like, oh, I gotta have this shit right for class. Like, mm-hmm. bro, my classmates, I sent they. We have a group chat. I'm pretty sure our instructors will never listen to this, but we have a group chat where like we exchange answers. We tell them, tell each other where we find the answer. I just sent the whole homework and I just got comments on the, on my handwriting. Like, yeah, you got really nice handwriting. And I had to tell him like back in the day, my mom used to make me write random words. Like she would sit in the chair next to me. I'm like, yo, write the word catalog. And I would write that shit seven times. She would give me another word. That was two hours every day after yeah. homework. Mm-hmm. But you can apply that shit to just regular. You can apply it to anything. Yeah, like extra work outside of school. Because repetition is yeah. a father learning. Yeah, yeah like that. I don't think people realize like working your brain is your brain is a muscle. Mm-hmm. Scrolling on your phone is not working your brain. And if it is, it's not working it in the correct ways. Like you're not doing any problem solving. You're just mm-hmm. feeding information into it. That's so it's just becoming one track. Yeah, it's just becoming one track minded instead of building different pathways and having different synapses fire off. Yeah, I, I feel like so we're definitely getting dumber as a society. Yeah, absolutely. Um you're yeah. gonna have people with extreme cases. Imagine when those kids become our age. You're gonna have people with extreme <laughs> cases where it's like, damn, we think out the box because you're not indoctrinated with the school system or whatever. Yeah. But and the average person who's not gifted in that way is gonna be a f- honestly a fuck true. up or just a just a 
another cog in the system or another personal I you, another I, I, I wrote a paper mind on the assembly. It was like you're not supposed to be in here. Yeah. <laughs> like you're not supposed to be it was like, like why are you here? I was like, that's just my year before I go to Temple. She was like, okay, good, because you're just not supposed to be here. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> it's it's kind of sad, and it was it's extremely. It, sad. We look at it like this: this real, this chase the bag culture. And my mom always say that shit. She be like, "Yo, you talk about chase the bag, and they don't realize the bag got a hole in it. Yeah. Like you chasing something that's not really what you think, think about it, it is. That shit is not fruitful. Think about people in our age group who get these good jobs. They going on four or five trips a year. Yeah, you're not saving for no future. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, it, it, I'm trying to go on twelve, but still, like, I, I'm not. I'm not knocking nobody for doing it, but you have to realize what you're doing to yourself yeah. in the long run. Enjoy your youth. Enjoy yeah, you your go money. burn yourself out. You're gonna, and when you're, you're 40, going to burn yourself. I'm sorry. And then at, at any, I don't think the other people realize because this is a fear I have. Like, you become replaceable after a certain point. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't give ourselves the skill sets to not be replaceable. We're just collecting the check. Or, yeah, I don't like to take off in my job because it's like somebody else can pick up my slack. my my. my Function. I'm not even giving. I've been in my job almost a year. I'm not giving full slate to all the functions and uh, ERP system I work on. Yeah. If I'm going for a few days, somebody might pick up my slack and be like, "Oh, this shit easy." Yeah. Now, we could only we could give him a five to ten thousand dollar raise and cut his whole salary. And I work in finance. It, it could be that easy. And that's the shit people don't think about. They're just like, I'm living in the moment. It's like, yeah, live in the moment, but you have to be aware of it. And it's, it's, it's def- it will definitely make you depressed. It will definitely make you sad. But that's just the shit you got to go through as a regular person right. because this life shit, this capitalism shit, just growing up, it, it, that's how it is. Because when you're 45, 50, and you don't continue to build on those skills, the kids, I mean, shit, the way these kids learn, they might not be able to replace you. Right. But if they can, they will. Real shit. Shit. So, probably wrap it up with um, what's some of y'all fears uh, as we kind of hit that that that. Not even say roller coasters. I think your thirties supposed to be the best time of your life. Is it? Yeah, say? it's supposed to be your, your ascension into as a man at least. Supposed to be your ascension up when you hit your stride. So what's y'all fears as a late twenties man in this? So my fear, since I brought up the topic, my fear is that I'm going through. It's like I'm starting to hit my stride. Like I'm mm-hmm. like. We're all pretty in good careers, like, and we're all on upward ascending paths. And it's just like, I don't feel like, like, what do I do once I get there? What do I do when I hit all my goals? Or like, are my goals attainable? Because the system isn't made for you to be a seven-figure, eight-figure person. Like, no. even if we get a deal off this podcast, and I, I believe we will, but say our deal is six figures. That still doesn't make me a seven-figure, emphatically rich person. So it's just like keeping my dreams and delusions centered, and then the fear of like, what if I slip up or have a kid with somebody I hate, or what if I never get the house I want? Damn, yeah, <laughs> slipping up and having a kid is crazy. I mean, that's a lot of shit to think about. Yeah. Not not saying like I'm gonna have it with somebody I don't want to have a kid with, because hopefully I do. Have a like, kid, period. Yeah, just it's the responsibility of that. Does that set me back in any way? Or like I'm redoing where I live at now and like damn with the interest rates and the prices of houses, will I ever own a home? Will I ever be able to Yeah, because this shit, bro, I'm actively house shopping and every time I find something that's a gym, quote unquote. So And then Chad from TRP tweeted something like the government has siphoned off every way for regular people to get rich. Uh-huh. They have basically destroyed the stock market they're destroying real estate NFTs are chalked even though I don't believe that's a real reasonable way to get rich yeah. you can't be an angel investor 
what do you do? 90% of millionaires in America are, are made through real estate. So what do you do to get rich now that BlackRock is buying 65% of single family homes? FanDuel, DraftKings. <laughs> yeah, game. and it's like, them niggas trying to get rich too, and they already rich. Yeah. So, it, it, But on top of them being trillions of dollars rich, they're trillions of dollars in debt. So it's just like we're all a part of this system and the niggas at the top are just wringing us by our neck. So right. what would you say your 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 fear is to summarize it all? Like give my, us like a top to three. encapsulate everything. My yeah. fear it. is being replaced and not being able to provide for my family. Okay. How about you, six? Uh I would definitely say like I guess never never being financially set where it's just like I don't gotta I don't gotta work for anybody. But Basically, not being stable. Yeah. Not being stable. I think that would be a Because I was about word. to ramble a little bit. Not yeah. being stable. Because yeah. it's like a lot of people where like a minor inconvenience can kind of like... Destruct fuck their whole world. Fuck the average whole person. World yeah. Yeah. I mean, I did have to pay 800 for breaks. That would ruin somebody. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. But I'm talking about like... Where like a minor inconvenience. Like the yeah. minorest inconvenience. Like yeah, the minorest... I don't a flat tire. It's like, yo, I don't have the money to chalk. replace this tire. Yeah. I'm a miss work. Yeah. I'm on my, like, I mean, yeah. I know, like, that's I, my I know somebody that, that happened to him. He got a flat tire, can't get to work, got fired. Die. Yeah. Shout out to him. Uh, I mean, <laughs> he pushed through? Yeah, he pushed through. All right, yeah, shout out to him. He pushed that car through. Uh, my, my fear, <laughs> and my mom was like, she doesn't agree. So for years, I was doing a lot of things to make my parents happy. I fell into that trap. Um, and it's like, I didn't really want to finish school. Like, I'm good at finance or whatever, but uh, for the money, I could have possibly uh, and been in the real estate market earlier, got a CDL or something, or worked at Comcast full-time installing cable, learning about fiber opt- optics, which is a very high-paying skill. Mm-hmm. And, Trade schools was way more profitable than the shit we were doing. And yeah, you know I mean, and I use that and invest in I every year I'm gonna buy a, a crib. A crib. And that was my that was my plan coming out of high school. Like, I really don't want to go to college. I want to buy a crib every year, investment property. And now I could be cashing out looking at seven, eight cribs. Crazy, you know what I mean? Money. And but I, I probably wouldn't be as grounded, uh leading to me being a more um, it's just arrogant crazy, person. Crazy how the trade-offs in life are. Yeah. yeah so just, I was telling my mom, I'm going to dedicate, like, my 30s to making myself proud. Um, yeah, and, I've been doing that the last few years. I agree with Yeah, you. it's like, and she was like, oh, well, you're not living for necessarily to make us proud. Cause, and it's like, yeah, you're not getting what I'm don't saying. don't understand the pressure of Yeah, it. you're you're kind of, like, internalizing it, saying, like, I'm, I'm quote, unquote, fucked up because of you. And it's yeah. not, I'm not fucked up. Like, I'm doing well. So I felt this pressure. But. Too. To make you happy. It's like, yo, if I want to go take this trip, I don't care what you think about it. If I want to go buy this house, I don't care what you think about it. Like, my mom doesn't want me to get, I want this Audi truck. She don't think I should go spend that type of money on a car. But guess what, mom? They made it. And I'm going to go buy it. And (laughs) like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not even telling you about the real truth is I want a fucking Porsche truck. You know what I mean? A nice little... Cayenne GTS or Macan GTS. You know what I mean? When I, my, when I got my first Audi, my mom didn't want to buy it. She was like, oh, you got it. So it's like, that That would and it's, it's something so small. And I talked to my mentor about it, um, where it's like, yeah, it's material, but it's something so small where it's like, 
He was like, yo, sometimes that's the little thing to keep you going or keep you inspired. Whereas like you look outside and you're proud of what you're driving. And instead of like, oh, all right, happy that you're on, on some shit. Like, like when you tear it, when you tear it down to the baseline, it's just a material and we put these attributes on it because of society, mm-hmm. but that's where we live. That's mm-hmm. where we live in. Like Every day I wake up in the society. Every right. day I go to work in the society. So yeah, I'm not moving. I, I, I'm playing this game. I gotta play by the rules. What they say? They they like to call it like go back to Africa and all that. And it's like, yo, I'm I'm more from here than a lot of people that aren't my skin color. Yeah, like at this point. So I'm here. I'm gonna play this game that we're in. Like my mom hates capitalism. And the thing is, we're all playing it in the entire world now. Like my mom hates capitalism. She loves a good selling Dunkin' Donuts coffee. Yeah. My mom hates capitalism. She like when I buy her clothes. Yeah, I see. I see she all the texts me off her iPhone. Yeah, I see all the flaws of capitalism, but it's what we play by. Yeah, it's what it's it's the world I'm living. Yeah, I, don't, I think a lot of people think we have a lot more control than we do, and we don't. And what is China? <laughs> and Lupe kind of had a really good breakdown. Like everybody practices it. Like even what is China? They're supposed to be communists, right? Communist. He was like, they practice capitalism too. Absolutely. So he's like, yo, everybody practices it. So some people are more upfront with it. Some people are more behind the scenes. And what happens they, is they use communism to control them. Yeah, people. exactly. So, but that's that's really my biggest, I would say, fear: not living for myself in my thirties. Um, I think that's I think that's a good explanation. Yeah. So it's like just mainly doing what kind of what the happy. fuck I want to do. I never want to not be happy. And I, for years, I wasn't happy. I'm happy now. For years, I don't I'm think I'm gonna be happy until I get this crib. Because it's like stretching out, and it's like so, I could have been afforded a crib. So, would you say you're not happy or were you just trying to pursue a goal? Like, it'll make you happier, but are you happy with who you are as a person? Oh, as a person, yeah, I'm fine. But the the thing is, and someone said it the other day, like, y'all know I had a big argument with my mom about two weeks ago, Mm -hmm. and we're cool now. And someone said it um, on Twitter. It was like, uh, something about people don't understand the rent you pay when you live with your parents is your mental health. Yep. <laughs> and it's not to say my parents are bad people or anything, but it's like, yo, like, just even the the little things of going to the bathroom comfortable sometimes. Like, yo, I, pause, I'm butt-ass naked. Like, I just want to go to the bathroom real quick. But yo, I got to put on these shorts and put on this shirt. Or and it's like... My mom got to stay when she's talking on the phone real loud. Yeah. I couldn't live with that. I can't tell you to go be quiet, you and your crib. Like, it's sometimes my pop eat my food. Realistically... What can I say to you? Like, you know what I mean? Uh, nah, it's <laughs> no, real, like, no. I'm saying, you know, how I say like, sometimes, drunk, like, yo, you don't have an angle here. Yeah. You don't really have an angle I all mean, the way. Like, yeah, you shouldn't have ate my food, but I left the leftovers in there for two days. Uh, it still is my food. See, that's that's I, that's circumstantial because I live. With my I mean, parents. you can say something, but it's this is the price. What happens? Now you're what angry. Happens, yeah. Wait, 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 <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So, are you saying like? He didn't have the right to eat your food, but it's kind of like you live with him. He got the big joker. Like, no, 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 not even that. Like, yo, you live with me. I can eat your food. It's kind of like you live with me. I don't know whose food this is. I'm going to eat it. No. Like, it, it just it happens. Don't, They're current. It does be knowing it's my It doesn't food. matter. <laughs> this this the big joker. The big joker is this my fridge. <laughs> this my electricity. Nah, see. Nah, you want, nah. That's the reality, though. Nah. So, look, look you he can got the be big mad. You have every right. You, to be you got mad. every right to be and mad. He's wrong. And he's wrong. But that's your. This. But is the reality is, <laughs> the reality is, you don't eat that leftover by that third day. That shit gone, or it might be See, gone. Nah, because my folks would be like, "Yeah, you left your leftovers in there. We let it go bad. You got to throw it out, take it out, whatever." 
They won't just eat it. That happens sometimes. And then sometimes my pop eat it. My, sometimes my pop just eat that. If you got some good shit in there, I, I, I don't left shit in my mom's crib. Like, I'm coming back for this. And she like, I ate a little, I ate a little bit of it. She ain't half of it. What I'm gonna say? Nah, I can't. <laughs> I can't. I can't get down with that. Well, my folks, don't you can't get me. down with it, but it's they crib. I mean, it's some weird shit. Yeah. I bring, I bring African greens to the crib. They're like, "What the fuck is that?" Yeah, my mom like, "Well, what's this?" <laughs> yeah, so I, I mean, I want to taste this, or even like just commenting on every little thing you do. Yeah, it's like, yo, I, I'm comfortable. I'm comfortable doing this. This is what I like. Yeah. I don't try to comment or judge everything little thing you do, but I live here. I'm under your roof technically, so you're gonna have. Some say so about it, whether I like it or not. Your parents, because at the end of the day, it, like it's it's besides money and material and all that. There's a God given, and that's why I apologize to my mom, even though I felt like there was validity, validity, validity to certain things she was saying and certain things I was saying. But at the end of the day, it's my mom. There's a God given authority she has over me, and at a certain point, as a man, if I call myself a leader, I got to be the one to shut the fuck up and be like. You know what? This is past the point that either one of us, was, either one of us, was trying to make. And before we say some words, words we can't take, we say some words we can't take back. I'm gonna just walk away. So, and that's the price of being a man. And that's the price of being a man. That's the price of being in your parents' crib. And that shit made me mad in the moment. So it's like you know, you, you that never happens if I'm in my own crib, right? I, I, I've seen a lot of people say that their relationship with their parents, whether it be mom, dad, or both mom and dad, got better, got better when they yeah. moved up. Oh, yeah. me and my mom relationship got... That's my dog, man. When we was together, I used to be like, yo, what are you talking about, bro? Now I'd be like, yo, what you doing? <laughs> yeah, so. you sometimes you just can't live on... Me and my mom are both strong-willed people, so it's just like... strong little people. Strong-willed people. Oh, strong strong-willed people. people, so it's just like... I'm not gonna tell her nothing about what she wanna do. She never tell me nothing about what I wanna do. But now that we don't live together, it's more value in our opinions. Like even like my mom is my real estate agent. There is even on both sides. Like if I really wanna see this house, as my agent, you gotta take me to see this house. But Duke's not gonna take off the mom jacket because that's my mom. She my mom first. So it's like even with that, sometimes it's a push and a pull. Or I'm like, hey, I want to see this house. No, you never said that. And it's like, yo, if, if for real, for real, I wasn't an agent talking to you in your back. If I was a regular client and I'm talking to you and I'm not in your back room, you would just be like, oh, customer always right. You were, oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah, there's no argument to be had. It was a legit argument back and forth for like 30 seconds. And I'm like, no, I know us. No, you didn't. And it's like, guess what? I still ain't see the house. Yeah. But you my mom, and so I like, can't. It's kind of like, it's business, even if I even did, if I say, did it, say it, you gotta go. Yeah, like, oh, well, let's go right I now. I wanna go here. Yeah, <laughs> but it, the 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 urgency might not be there because it's like, you look at it like, I'm your son, you good, you in my back room, like, you fine. Yeah. But there is an urgency for me, like, every day, to I'm waking up and I'm looking at the same ceiling I've been looking at since high school. Parents don't, parents don't see that, like, Cause it's like I make sure you're good every day. Yeah. Even if I don't pay for that, I make sure you're alive. Every yeah, day. so you waking up every day. They see the more value in being alive than you yeah. have your own shit. So it's a, it's a so my fear is me kind of falling back into the cycle of because I did that my whole twenties. Like where it's like I let them kind of convince me to yo stay here, yeah. save your money, and it's like you get Peter Pan syndrome in your parents' crib. Um, Peter Pan syndrome is, is simply. 
it's like the philosophy of if you don't have responsibility on your plate as a man, you're going to fall into childish things. I think that's as a person, not even just like as a man. But I, I got it from Jordan Peterson, yeah. the psychologist dude, and he was just saying it. Like, he was talking about men mainly. Yeah. He was talking about, I talked about it when Mike was still on the show. Um, and we're going to wrap up, y'all. I know we, it's kind of a long episode, but basically, uh, men, like he, he does these self help courses. And he yeah. was saying he mainly sees his men. Mm-hmm. And a lot of young men don't know what to do. And they get in the cycle of just spending money or just doing young, what he would consider immature or low hanging fruit shit. And what happens is, as a man, you need to go hunt naturally. Like it's just still in us. Like even if, even if you work in tech, like you you're not working that's like you know, brute force and shit, but you're still hunting down and like more opportunities. You feel yeah exactly. And he was saying, as a man, you need that you need that challenge that challenge. Or that yo rent fifteen hundred. I'm a yeah, yeah. I'm a big dog. Like I'm a yeah. I'm going to make. I'm going at least. I'm gonna make rent in this motherfucker. Yeah. So fifteen hundred, my baseline. Yeah. And that's why some people go out and they go grab a rent job for three thousand. This is not necessarily they, they even like their house that much because motherfuckers work twenty two hours a day to keep that 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 nice home for that three thousand dollar rent. Yeah. But I'm a big dog, and that's my baseline. Would you would you think that's toxic? It depends on where your if, if your balance starts to come in. Now, if you're doing that and you just because you could it's a it's a thin line between someone that's diligent and determined and someone that's like a slave. Like if you working twenty hours a day just to keep the three thousand dollar lights you're on, a you're a slave. You're now, if you working twenty hours, like I, I, I'm I'm gonna work like I'm me. I'm 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 about to start my stu- my super intense cybersecurity study. Now that's gonna be me working eight hours at the at the crib, a couple hours on my fixture soul, and a couple hours. That's gonna be 14, 16 hour days. But there is a uh into that tunnel. Instead of just being a cycle. Instead of it's just a, being a cycle. It's a stretch to you get to your Exactly. Next. So I feel like what I'm about to go through is it's a sacrifice still, instead of just yes. everyday life yeah. and, and it's like you're not really sacrificing anything yeah. besides your time and that's the most finite resource on earth mm-hmm. like Warren Buffett all of them Bill Gates Donald Trump Joe Biden all the motherfuckers would trade a lot of the money they got or power they got access for to 30 for, more years. for 30 more years so you know I mean that's the most finite resource we got but and I'm, I'm kind of realizing that as I get older so I hate my time being wasted but great talk guys um, episode 37 in the books after like two setbacks of technical difficulties should have been done like an hour and a half ago but good episode great episode um, shout out to y'all happy birthday to my man six um, care about him a lot so clip this part too if you want to um, yeah we gonna take him to like Applebee's or something <laughs> yeah so taking the Fridays alright guys <laughs> getting the sizzle alright y'all enjoy y'all week <laughs>